Hello and welcome to episode 55 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah. No. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. E3 is happening next week. Uh, well, no, in a week and a half. Oh, a week and a half. Yeah, it's all two weeks-ish. I mean, basically, our next podcast, E3, will end Thursday and then our podcast, yeah, then our will, be podcast will be Friday. Which is good timing. Yeah, like, so we, we really planned that yeah, out. Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of E3 news leaking out and mm. companies trying to get out ahead of it. Right. And companies like Sony that are not going to be there are trying to do stuff as well. Well, and... Uh, this is around the time when they start bringing in media to start showing everything before. Yeah, so, like, stuff is leaking, and, like, right. you can't contain E3. No, no. Especially, yeah, I don't know. Which, I mean, some companies are a lot better at it than others. For uh, sure. Ubisoft is probably the, the worst. The absolute worst. <laughs> um, so our first news story here is that Call of Duty, the one that will be coming out not this year, but the year after, was being led by Sledgehammer and Raven. Right. And they are no longer taking the lead. They gave it back to Treyarch, and they said, it's Blops 5 now, Black Ops 5. Which, nor it doesn't sound that weird when you say it, but if you think about it, it really sucks for Treyarch. Because they're going from a three-year development cycle to a two-year development not cycle. Even, not even. To, a year and a half? Yeah, to put out the sequel to the game they just put out. Right. Right? And it's even more weird when you start looking into it, because then apparently there was like weird tension between Sledgehammer and Raven, and like they're scrapping most of what they did for this game, mm. except I. it's really weird. And they're talking about how they might want to add in free-to-play elements and all kinds of other weird stuff. I think that Activision is having a really hard time with Call of Duty. They shouldn't be. But they are, which is, I mean, we can skip to the other one. Well, right. we didn't even write it on here. No, but no, no. They announced that this year's Call of Duty is Modern Warfare. Right. And if you think to yourself, hold up, wasn't that Call of Duty 4? The answer is yes, it was. And did they remake that game two years ago? Yes, they did. Was it two or it was, three? It was very recently. It was a pre-order bonus for something. Infinity and then they War. finally did put it out outside of that. Right. And then they added weird free-to-play elements to the version they put out mm -hmm. separately, which people were not big in, too. Whatever happened to Modern Warfare 2... They were remaking that as well. I wonder if they will sell that as a pre-order bonus with Modern Warfare. Because if you remember, that was just going to be the campaign. It was just going to be the campaign. <laughs> Which is very strange because I assume that is not where Call of Duty makes And so that's money. what I think is bizarre about the Modern Warfare announcement is really? that that trailer they put out is all the campaign and people were so excited because it is Commander Price, the character that you followed through Modern Warfare, with scenes from the original Modern Warfare, but also new ones. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, yeah, it's a reimagining of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, but now. it's And it's like, I don't get why you would do that. Why wouldn't you just go with Modern Warfare 4? Or 5... Mm. Was it, was it only three? A three, because then there was like Infinity War. 
Infinite Warfare. Or Infinite Warfare, right. <laughs> Which, that was Sledgehammer's game. And that game got railed on by people because mm-hmm. it was, like, futuristic. And people right. are like, I want my guns to be normal. It's like, that sucks. Why yeah. do people hate good things? Right. And uh, now Sledgehammer doesn't get to make it anymore. No. So it doesn't matter. By the sounds, that Infinite Warfare, like, had a really good campaign. It did, yeah. But people did not like the wall running and the... Cause... Which Titanfall was right around that time as well. They really, I don't understand because people like wall running in Titanfall, so I don't, the Call of Duty demographic, I guess, is not that. Yeah, Call of Duty is just that. I don't understand that fan base. I, I don't either. I also don't understand why Activision seems to think that it's not making enough money. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to be fair to them, it has been steadily decreasing in sales every year right. since like. Modern Warfare 2, maybe Black Ops 1 or something like that. Because people really like Black Ops. Right. And maybe even Black Ops 2 up to that point. But, like, then you had, like, the half-assed ones like Ghost and a bunch of other stuff like that. And people just... Do you think it's just the quality or it's just, you know, people are kind of burnout on call of duty it might just be that people are burnout on call of duty or the fact that they, like, bounce between two very different kinds every year. Because it's yeah. usually different studios making it, so it goes from like World War II weapons to modern weapons to space mm-hmm. weapons back to right. modern. Like it just. So I would bet that there are a lot of Call of Duty fans that only like specific studios. Like people only oh, play yeah. Black Ops or people only play Modern Warfare mm-hmm. or whatever Infinity War Ward puts out now. It just is bizarre. I, I don't get. Like, it was such a cash cow for them that they had to have four separate studios to make this fucking thing, mm-hmm. like... Well, they pretty much shut down... Activision doesn't make games anymore, they just make Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, they... I, I mean, other than owning Blizzard, like, I don't really know... Which Blizzard doesn't make new IP. No, but they make a lot of money. They make a lot of money, yes, yes. But, I mean, like, they don't come up with new IP, and when was the last time Activision oh, had like, new IP? Not ever that I can think of, like, I honestly don't remember i mean like guitar hero and tony hawk both died off mm-hmm. they tried to make tony hawk 5 and it was awful because they made it a shitty budget title right like they just don't have that stuff anymore like guitar hero died off even after they tried to bring it back with guitar hero live that seemed to do okay i don't know if sales wise i don't really pay attention but like it seemed to review okay and stuff it did review well it did not sell well at all i think people are over the having plastic instruments take up a bunch of room thing mm. Um, and also it's kind of weird, they shut down that Guitar Hero Live service, so it lost, like, 95% of its songs. Oh. Because that was the whole thing, you didn't it was, own anything. Yeah, you didn't, like, really own much of it, so they shut that down, it was, like, last year, a couple months ago or something. Um, so yeah, Activision just doesn't do a lot other than Call of Duty, really, anymore. Uh, they put out Sekiro, they published that. Right. So that probably made them a butt-ton of money, but, like, they didn't make that, they paid from software to publish it, probably. Yeah, so, I mean, they they make, what, probably, like, 20, 30%? Yeah, something like that. And, I mean, Sekiro sold really well, right. but, I mean, that's not gonna, like, mm-hmm. keep them afloat, I don't think. It's like, uh... Warner Brothers with Cyberpunk, with somehow they're on the the name, so they make like a small percentage of the. Which they did the same thing with The Witcher. I think yeah. they're like distribution, and that's like it. They were just distribution, yeah. Because CD Projekt Red can distribute their own things if they want. Like right. they own good old games and stuff. Like they don't need. 
I guess in the states they just probably wanna... yeah it's probably easier for them to mm-hmm. do something like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like any Activision, and like I, I well I get you know what they did uh, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, so yeah, they Spyro. will be putting out Crash Team Racing. I f- right. keep forgetting yeah, that's yeah. not a Sony thing, and it right. blows my mind open every time someone's like, "That's not an exclusive," and I'm like, "Oh shit." It's not. <laughs> which, it's even weirder that it's Activision, which I never really paid attention. How did Activision get Spyro in Crash? Uh, they were owned by, like, well, Crash at least was owned by Universal Studios, like, as a developer or something, and then they sold... It sold it to Naughty Dog? I don't know who they sold it to. I think Naughty Dog made it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did and it go Universal from Universal was like the publisher or something? Well, why wasn't Sony the? I don't know, man. All I remember is the Universal logo at the beginning mm-hmm. of Crash Bandicoot Two. Because yeah, it's the same with Spyro. Like, how did it go from? Well, that one was probably bought for. Well, Insomniac. And that was probably I guess bought... I don't know because Insomniac wasn't owned by Sony ever. No, they're second party, but I assume Insomniac owned the Spyro franchise at one point and then maybe sold it off for um Skylanders because Skylanders was a big thing yeah Skylanders was Activision and that was made by their studio toys for Bob I I have no idea now that I think about it yeah I guess I just didn't care enough to think about that but I it's because Crash was weird because it was after it started being made by Activision that it started to suck like they Mm -hmm. released all those GameCube and PS2 ones and it was like what the fuck is any of this um but the first three crash bandicoot games yeah those were the naughty dog ones and they right were good yeah i forgot they did have destiny but that's gone oh now. they got rid of destiny yeah Which, i don't know what they're gonna do without that that was a huge money maker for them yeah it's just i mean like all they're gonna have is pretty much call of duty and then toys for bob whatever they're making <laughs> yeah because they did spyro so i don't i don't know which, I mean, somebody else did. I mean, they own Vicarious Visions as well. I think they're the ones that are making Crash, Team Racing. Yeah, as I was going to say, Crash was someone else. I think it was Vicarious. Yeah, it was Vicarious Visions. Um, but yeah, I don't think they've made like a new IP in forever. Uh, no, and they don't like do sports anymore or anything, so... James Bond, it seems like they have Oh, they some... did have the James Bond license. No one has made a James Bond game in a very long time, though. The, the last one was a PS3 game, I think. Yeah. PS3 360. And it they was had, from Russia with Love, I think. They were doing the Spider-Man games. and Yes, and they no longer are doing the Spider-Man games. Wolfenstein, Doom, that was... That was a while ago. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going... Because, like, if you look at the 2010s, it's very, very minimal. Because Call of Duty is, like, way up here. Oh, they had Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but that's not happening anymore for them. It's just no, like... They, yeah, that's a Nintendo thing now. Really weird. What a weird... Because, like, you hear Activision, you're like, that's a big-time video game company, but, like, not really. Well, I mean, it is just because of Call of Duty right. and Blizzard, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Which I don't even... Like, I know it's Activision Blizzard, but I do think of them as two it's two separate air. things, yeah, because Blizzard's just like, let us do our thing over in our corner, and we'll make you the money. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yeah, I... Sometimes I kind of wonder, like, Call of Duty players, like, they probably think of, like, World of Warcraft as, like, really nerdy, and they probably have no idea it's owned by the same company. Yeah. <laughs> probably true. 
Uh, but you know, um, that's uh, that's our Call of Duty <laughs> Activision, I guess. Uh, so the next thing I put on here is that there is a rumor that George R. R. Martin, the author of The Game of Thrones, uh, is working with From Software, makers of Dark Souls and Sekiro and Bloodborne, to make an RPG that is believed to be announced at Microsoft's E3 press conference mm-hmm. just today. Someone found reference to this game in the code of Sekiro. <laughs> so that's crazy. Was Sekiro teased at E3 Microsoft? I don't remember where it was teased. I was trying to think if it was Sony or I thought if it, it was... was. I don't know if it was E3. I thought it was like a Paris Games Week thing. Maybe, because I just remember it was just like rope. It's like a weird blood rope clock. Yeah, yeah that it was, was very basically fucking it. bizarre. And, and from that, people were like, oh, it's Tenchu, which mm-hmm. is like almost basically what it was. Right. It's weird. Um, so yeah, there. this is actually probably very real, especially because the rumor came from George R. R. Martin saying he consulted on a Japanese video game and... Yeah, so it seemed people put it together like a long time ago, mm-hmm. and then it popped up again now, and especially now that people found weird references to something different in Sekiro's code just today. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the fuck it was called now. It's like Rune something, Great Rune. I it had Rune in it. That's all I know. I would be interested in that, but I don't. That seems like a very bad combination. And and the reason why I say that is because George R. R. Martin very is a great writer. You're gonna you, people are he's a good writer. I, I don't mean, know that I agree with that. I, I mean I, for video games, I guarantee it'd be a a better story than most. I that's fair. Books are way better than video games it, in terms of narrative. It, yeah. It, so that's where I'm going with this. Like yeah. it, in terms of like authors, probably he's not like anything great. But in terms of, like a video game writer, probably sure. one of he's the better like ones. He's like the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that uh, hopefully not that far. But <laughs> so like it is probably going to have a, a strong narrative. I, like, I don't, know, from what, software I, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, because from software games are about having minimal narrative that is told through the environments and item descriptions. Okay? Well, not just that, but like they're not friendly for like. There's no story mode in from software games. There is not. Um, so, but, like, if you want to play a narrative, it it seems like a look, man. I mean, the uh, that's taking modern from software. Like, if yeah. you want to say like they made three D dot game heroes, okay, which is like a weird Zelda knockoff that was easy I as don't fuck. No, if they can armor core stuff like that. That's I more know, accessible but like, to regular humans. But like, I don't. Can they release anything that isn't just like punishingly difficult? I want that. Point? I want them to make a new armor core. And no one will let them make a new armor. No, because like everyone just wants them to make another difficult game. Well, that's fine. If they want to make armor core, except it's really hard, I'll pilot a giant mech and have it be really hard. I will do that. And written by R. George R. R. Sure. Martin. Well, no, they said this was medieval and like weird fantasy, which right. is like no. okay, fine. But I'm just saying, like they from is people forget that they made things before right. Dark Souls, so that's where it's really weird for me. It just it's just kind of one of those things where it seems like now they're kind of stuck with oh yeah Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. I mean type like, stuff. Yeah, I then that's cool. I mm-hmm. guess it would be interesting if this is something different, which maybe it is. We'll, we will see at Microsoft's right. E3 thing if this is going to be announced, but that almost certainly would not be happening soon. I think no. it'll be happening in multiple years from now. But it would be interesting to see 
if that is a true thing. Right. I mean, with Sekiro just releasing... Although they seem to have a new game every, what, two, three years? Two, three years, usually, yeah. Because they, like, start working on it way beforehand. I think mm. they have multiple teams that mm. transition from one thing to the other. Well, they're, they all... I mean, all their games seem to do well. I mean, at least recently. They do, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I mean I'm just... Tra- I know I've heard mixed on Dark Souls 2... Which, I don't get that. I right. really liked Dark Souls 2 at the time, but mm-hmm. people seem to really not like it at all. I think it's just, it. I, from what I've heard, it, it feels unfair compared to the others. So I, that's just Yeah, I, I also think, it, I mean, it's not as good as the original Dark Souls, in my opinion, but, mm-hmm. like, nothing will be. Right. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what people expect half the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next thing on the list here is that uh, Nintendo's mobile games are shutting two of them. Animal Crossing fucking i can never remember the name of it animal crossing oh. super fun campgrounds or some bullshit and fire emblem heroes are oh, both what, okay. shutting down in belgium because a while ago loot boxes and like stuff like that were outlawed there like they mm-hmm. were made illegal and so they don't know how they can continue to have a business model there with keeping these games up like right. they, they would have to completely change like the entirety of all of them uh because fire emblem heroes is just like every other mobile gotcha game where you like put in stuff to maybe get the character you want to advance and fire or, and uh, animal crossing is like you pay real money to get sick furniture yeah and sure uh, i this i think is interesting like you people probably could have seen this coming if you had known about the laws that they mm-hmm. put in place in Belgium, but I don't know. I I think that if the government gets as involved with loot boxes as they seem like they may be in the near future, it will not be good for a lot of monetization strategies that publishers have put in place. No. So. I mean, EA's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I dislike the way microtransactions are handled in a lot of things, I think it could also have negative repercussions outside of that for a lot of publishers. Uh, yeah. So, I... Boy, it's going to be mean, interesting. And Between what's going on... I don't want to turn this into anything political, but, like, between the tariffs in China and then also, like, the government going after microtransactions... I mean, video games could be, like, $90 per game. Yeah, it could get buck wild. <sighs> So, like, I, yeah. Because they're saying, like, with the tariffs, it could be a 25% increase on consoles, which I assume video game or the games itself would go up as well. Probably to compensate for. <sighs> which, yeah, I mean, a 25% increase just from tariffs would be rough. And then another, because they're not making as much money on the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To to be honest, I have been surprised that video games have stayed at $60 for as long as they have, Mm -hmm. but I also think that people will lose their fucking gourds if they go up, so... It seems like companies are going other routes. They're trying to. Because we'll talk about this in a bit, but I mean, like, you have, like, Xbox Game Pass, the EA Play, where they're just trying to get, like, monthly, guaranteed, like... X amount of money monthly type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess we could just talk about it now with Ubisoft. It's rumored that they're going to release their own monthly pass. I don't know if you saw anything about this. I did, this. and that's probably true. Like, yeah. I, that's the most believable rumor I've read in months because EA has one. Right. Like, why wouldn't Ubisoft have a monthly 
pass to Wait, get their games. Which, what do you think the price would be? Because that's what I've been kind of wondering. Because, like, EA's is $5 a month or $30 for the year. No, really? It's that cheap? And it and they comes with, like, 75 games? I would guess it would have to be comparable to that. I, and, and But I was also wondering, because, like, I feel like they release more games... So if it, if it's like Xbox Game Pass where it's like all their new games as well, they could probably get away with ten dollars. I mean, if you they were charging ten dollars a month, I for Ubisoft, I think that would be reasonable because, as we all know, every single one of their games now is an open world game that is mm-hmm. like nine thousand hours of content. Right. So like, if they just had like even the beginning of the this console generation to now mm-hmm. in games, like that would be ludicrous in right. terms of what you're getting. That would be like. Six Assassin's Creed games, like and every other open world game, it would be a good value for sure. Right, and I mean, like when you really think about it, they do make a lot of. Although they their racing games, their driving games weren't great. I mean, Trials Fusion, um, Just Dance, they do have a lot of variety. Yeah. I I think they could get away with ten dollars if. If it's, like, new games where, like, EA Access, it doesn't seem like they do a lot of the new games, and it's kind of mixed in a lot of sports games. Well, a lot of the EA games, you, like, get to play, like, a week early? I don't really know how that that works. Because, like, it was definitely like that for Anthem. I think Mm. it's most games you can play a week early if you have the, like, extra premium edition or whatever the fuck they call it. Um but this, it seems like there's, like, the EA, it seems, I looked at the list and there were, like, 75 games, and but there were a lot of, like, 360 games and stuff as well. Yeah. Which I, I would assume Ubisoft would just be looking at that as a model mm-hmm. and try to make something off that. Right. Which I keep saying Nintendo needs to do this. They don't even need to do it for their new stuff. It's just their old stuff from, like, the GameCube back. Yeah, they're never going to do that. They don't understand what anything. They don't understand what people want. That I mean, that's what people. If you could just pay ten dollars a month and then just have like access to all the Zeldas, pretty much. Well, but they even went backwards from what they were doing last console generation, right. where it's like, hey, you can pay us five to seven dollars to play a Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. You can't even fucking do that on the Switch. No, you just no option. Which now, if only they, Nintendo, if games. they did a ten dollar pass. That's $10 for basically the rest of your life you're paying Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pay them anyways right, in right. numerous other ways. But I just think it's weird, especially because they Nintendo specifically put out that there's the classic NES app, mm-hmm. and they're adding more games to that over time. But people also, hackers found in the code references to Super Nintendo, right. Sega Genesis, and like a bunch of other consoles from around then. I th- the big, like what? The I big mess up there is like, how many people that own a Switch are nostalgic for like original Nintendo games? Enough. I mean, like, I it's few. cool to have, but I don't, like, personally, I don't have the attention span for a lot of Nintendo games to hold my attention for more than a couple minutes. Right. Like, the original Legend of Zelda is different because it is, like, a full-fledged game where you're, like, exploring and Mm -hmm. looking out for other things. But when it's, like, heinously hard platforming... Right. And then I get a game over and I have to start the game over every time, like, I'm not about that life anymore. Right, that's I don't have that kind of patience. It would work better if they had, like, N64, GameCube, 
Super Nintendo. Uh, I mean, like, the NES, good system at the time. I don't think their games aged particularly well. There's a few standouts, but... No, I agree with you on that. Mm. I just... It's mm-hmm. it's an easy thing for them to put out and right. be like, this is added value to our awful online service <laughs> that we actually don't really even contribute anything to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, yes. I'm interested to see if they try to, like, beef that up going forward because they did some things like Tetris 99 and, you know, that's cool, mm-hmm. but... That's not enough no. to really get people. Like, I have to because I want to play Smash online. So, like, they got me. Right. But for regular people who aren't going to, like, try to play Smash, I, there's Splatoon. Not, Splatoon or I Smash. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, what or else is If you're, is like, there? a fucking Mario Tennis Pro or something. I don't know. Maybe. You unlock the character, the new character, is a week early if you play online. So think about that <laughs> they just announced a new character fire piranha plant for mario tennis oh so sure yeah Dude, i haven't booted up in a while i think there's like seven characters i haven't played as really they've been I yeah get, they're, I they're, guess, they're yeah. supporting it a lot like you can play as like rosalina and luma a bunch of other things but they don't do anything with mario party yeah i, I don't get that i feel like that is money left on the table with Mario Party, but they're... That could have been another online game. Well, it's not. How hard would it have been for the board game? That's... I'm still upset about that. Because <laughs> I would play that with my sister occasionally. Yeah, I... I had... There is no excuse for why Mario... <laughs> Super Mario Party is as bare bones yeah. and weird as it is. It was a passable game, I think, for what it is, but mm-hmm. with no online and, like, they have no plans to no. make any more for it. Otherwise, they would have fucking said something by now. Like, just absolutely bizarre. Yeah. So that's why I say I don't think they understand what the fuck is no. going on ever. Their um, developers do. Their developers sure know how to make a good game mm-hmm. with the magic Nintendo juice, but... <laughs> baffling decisions on the business end a lot of the time they need to like join up with i guess maybe microsoft or someone who can be like let's modernize some things here (laughs) yeah (sighs) i'm surprised that the switch has been as successful as it has with them like they just got lucky that the portable gimmick actually worked I knew it was going to be dope. I always had faith in that. I always have faith in Nintendo. It's just I also always have faith in them to make bizarre backwards decisions. Mm, I mean, like, the Wii U was... Very not good. No. The Miiverse was cool. Yeah. But they took that away. Yeah. I don't get it. Twitter's still popular, is what I'm saying. So you could have left weird fake Twitter where people liked to draw and do cool stuff yeah i I don't get it and then it's even more annoying because in every game that is popular from nintendo now they have basically put in the miiverse (laughs) like it is essentially in splatoon 2 they showed it in mario maker 2 like what the fuck it's the exact same layout of the square that people Mm -hmm. can draw in like why not just have the fucking thing be console wide yeah, that was that was very, very Nintendo and very 
different and unique as well. I mean, like, nobody else had something like that. And, like, that's one of the few positive things I can say about the Wii U as a system is that that mm. was, the Miiverse was something that was at the system level that was integrated into every game. Like, every game had a Miiverse. Mm-hmm. So you could go in there and converse with people about the game or, like, see cool art for the game, various things. And just... It did have some pretty good games, but they've ported pretty much everyone over to the switch at this point as well they have which i will tie that into this new one over the weekend i played towerfall on the switch oh and they added the main character of celeste madeline and like you know how like you hit r2 and it switches to the other version of that person Mm -hmm. it's dark madeline oh so that's pretty cool i didn't realize that they were the same developer that made celeste but they originally made that game for the Ouya, which is shutting down the store. Everyone's favorite Android home console will not be able to get any new games in June. After June, your Ouya's toasted. Where are so, they still releasing games? So fucking on the get your Ouya out and download the last remnants of what you wanted. Which was nothing, because was it was say, only Towerfall, and it's been ported to the Switch mm-hmm. and every other thing that exists now. Yeah. I mean, like, I wonder what the last Ouya game was. Oh, there was probably some fucking straight-from-the-phone total mm-hmm. bullshit game that someone put out, like, yesterday. I don't know. I just, I saw the story about how the Ouya store was shutting down, and my first thought was, holy shit, the Ouya store was still up in 2019? That's what my thought was, too. And I was like, that's unreal. (laughs) Why was it up so long? I don't know. That thing tanked unbelievably. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea in the first place, but then... It had that terrible controller. I was going to say, the controllers looked so cheap. Yeah, not good. Which, I mean, like, your PC can just easily be an Ouya console. Yeah. I, I It was a very odd product. They didn't quite understand. Like, it was just a Raspberry Pi. Like, there was right. nothing else to that thing. Except the Raspberry Pi you can actually Do more the, with yeah. it, yeah. Instead of, like, having to hack the firmware or whatever. Which apparently is not is trivial to do on the Ouya. But so then you're stuck with that shitty controller. I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you could Bluetooth stuff to it. Mm. So you can probably use whatever now. But yeah, that I just thought was really interesting yeah. to see that that was still happening. And uh, When I hear Ouya, I think Towerfall, and that is it. I don't... Uh, yeah, name me another <laughs> Ouya game. <laughs> I can't even yeah, think of yeah, another yeah. one. I just, which I mean, in fairness, I don't think either of us have ever played on the Ouya. No, I have not. So. I didn't know anyone who was dumb enough to back it on Kickstarter. So I can't, I can't say that I have. How much was it? More than it should have been. Mm. It was over a hundred dollars for really? sure. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> so the next thing we have on here is the Pokemon press conference that happened a couple days ago. They announced that they were. Game Freak, they announced they were doing a Nintendo Direct for Pokemon Sword and Shield on June 5th. So on June 5th, we will get 15 minutes of information about Sword and Shield. That's cool, because they can get it out of the way just before E3, so then they can focus on other things during their Nintendo Direct. Mm -hmm. Presumably, like Animal Crossing, things like that. But I wanted an hour of Super Smash Brothers. Well, you're not getting that anymore. That was last year. (laughs) 
Super Smash Brothers is out now. Maybe we can get an hour about the DLC characters <laughs> yeah. and the 800,000 changes they're making. God. If you're a Smash fan, that was a pretty good conference. It was super cool for me. It, for me, I just stopped watching. I was like, this is too much. I was super excited. They're like, did you see how slightly <laughs> yeah. we changed Young Link's forward smash? And I'm like, I did see that. Thank you for telling Oof, us. That was a little too informative for... A press conference. It was like forty-five minutes of uh, just smash, smash changes, yeah. and that people were very unhappy mm-hmm. about that. But I was like, I like Smash. This is fucking all they've got going mm-hmm. on that year. So, but yeah, but this Pokemon press conference, I was expecting nothing, mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened. <laughs> I forgot it was happening, and mm-hmm. I was sitting in a TGI Fridays parking lot, and I decided to look at my phone and look at a forum thread about what was happening in this mm-hmm. and i th- couldn't understand what was happening <laughs> until i got home so they I put this in the wrong order they started with detective pikachu is coming right. to the switch many people were confused and wrote different things about this because people couldn't tell if it was the original detective pikachu game from 3ds being ported up or if it was a sequel the answer is both because apparently that 3DS game ended on the world's worst cliffhanger. Like, mm. just right in the middle of an important scene or whatever. So this will be that original game plus an actual ending with more content. Mm. So it seems like it is acting as the straight port and also a sequel. Okay. Perhaps it will have the same plot in the end as the film, which I think will happen. Then they transitioned over to Pokemon Masters, which I think looks interesting. Yeah. It is three-on-three Pokemon battling. Normally, Nintendo tries to pretend, I feel like, that hardcore Pokemon battling isn't a thing. Uh... They do have their Pokemon tournaments and stuff. They do, but I mean, like, outside of that, like, mm-hmm. there are no mobile games or anything that are like that. They're all oh, stupid yeah, yeah. gimmicky mini games. Like, they just put out Pokemon Rumble Rush, mm-hmm. and it's Pokemon Rumble, which is already simplified, dumbed down even further, where you can't move around in it. So this is cool, because it has, like, every trainer from all the games in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, like, all the Elite Four and everyone are were drawn for the art. And it is, you basically somehow get Pokemon and do three-on-three battles, and it actually, you would have to use real strategy, other than the part where three-on-three battles are fucking dumb. Uh, and so that, that that is interesting, and it will be a phone game. It's, I think it's coming out this year, they said. Yeah. But the final one. Well, there's technically two parts to this. Well, I'm just kind of wondering with this Pokemon Masters. Like, they've never, which is completely shocking, that they've never done anything about Pokemon Showdown. That they've never shut it down? Yeah, like, they're just like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, for those who don't know, Pokemon Showdown is a website that you can go to right now Mm -hmm. and pick any team of Pokemon you want with any stats and any moves and then battle other people online. Which they use, like, I mean, it's Pokemon art. Which, I mean, they've done their own art, but, I mean, it is it is very much just Pokemon. Yeah, it is. And I'm kind of wondering, like, do you think they finally go after that no with way. Masters? I don't think they can, though. I, I think it's been too long. Well, I don't think that's true, because over the summer, they went after, and they shut down every single uh, 
um, the ROM sites. ROM sites. But that that is actually heinously illegal. Like it they is, are, <laughs> but they let it go for so long. I think that's because they didn't have a way to be like, nah, until their lawyers found some way for mm. them to actually serve them with like. But they didn't just desists or something. They like completely shut them down for like everything, not just their stuff, which was crazy. Yeah, I don't think they can do anything to Pokemon Showdown, especially really? because it's like doesn't even have the animations. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just the names, just the names, basically. So I I don't know that they can really. I'm just kind of wondering because that's something that it when you really think about it like. It's shocking that they've let that stay. It is, but... I mean... They're not providing an alternative. No, no, they're not. I and think maybe, not. And maybe in their minds, Masters will be an alternative. So then they're like, now we can take them down. Oh shit, I forgot one. Pokemon Home was the other one of the other things they announced, which I think is dope. So, Pokemon Bank right now is an app on the 3DS that right. allows you to transfer your Pokemon to... The cloud, mm-hmm. where they will be stored and you pay a yearly fee. It's like $5 a year for them to keep your Pokemans in the cloud. Pokemon Home is a phone app that pr- serves the same purpose. And it allows you to pull Pokemon from the 3DS games. So Pokemon Bank, right. from Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, and Pokemon Go, oh. and Pokemon from Sword and Shield. So right off the bat, they will all be able to intermingle. That's going to be so weird. Because, like, the older ones, they have, like, stats attached to them, like, speed. I don't know what the how the hell how Pokemon go Pokemon and, Go and Let's, and Let's go, go Eevee and Pikachu will be able to pull into yeah, Sword and Shield. They'll have to figure out some crazy magic shit. Good luck. Yeah. Or they just don't transfer, like, they don't transfer that way. They have some, like, weird dumbass stat algorithm that pushes them down. Or not, or and then you broken. just can't use them in competitive battle. Or no, they'll be so broken. <laughs> That'll be the classic Nintendo. <laughs> Is that they'll just be way overpowered, <laughs> yes. and it'll be like, well, only Gen 1 Pokemon are viable in this game. Or just Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> to the point where it's like all Pokemon Go are like illegal for tournaments and stuff because <laughs> so they didn't say if it will be available right when sword and shield come out I, I i was gonna say it probably won't because they did that with sun and moon where right. pokemon bank wasn't compatible with sun and moon because they were like we want you to use the new pokemon mm-hmm. for a bit and like that's just a bad excuse for like oh shit we couldn't get it done fast enough which i mean like I'm not a very smart man with this kind of stuff, but how hard would it have been from Pokemon Y to Sun and Moon? Oh, you mean the ones that you could trade directly from X and Y to Sun and Moon? Well, no, I mean, like, where you could, like, move those Pokemon into Pokemon Bank and then move the Pokemon Bank into Sun and Moon. Like, I, they were, Pokemon X and Y and Sun and Moon were probably built on the same infrastructure. Yeah. And I would guess that Pokemon Bank was... Bill, I don't, I don't so know. So they have it to. It took they, like six so months. They have to try to find a way to make it so that there is no way you can transfer the new Pokemon backwards, right? Because it will break everything. So I think that's the thing that they had issues doing. Mm. But I, I do not know for sure. Which I mean, like, I guess you could just block it, which I have to imagine would be yeah 
somewhat easy. Just but their weird excuse for all that is like, mm. we want you to use the new yeah. Pokemon. It's like, oh yes, <laughs> can't wait. I think it's just you know, Game Freak is not very good techni- technically. No. Um. So the final thing that I this is the greatest I, thing I, that's ever happened, Matt. I don't understand it. I don't. I understand it. <laughs> I will be the best at it. So they announced Pokemon Sleep. Okay, <laughs> a phone app that pairs with a device called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Why the fuck is it called that, number one? Which is a little Pokeball that you sit next to you when you sleep. (laughs) And it tracks how well you sleep, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know how it does that. I'm going to be honest uh, with you. Normally, you would wear it on your wrist like a watch. They already have a Pokemon Go watch, which I think is called the Pokemon Go Plus. Why are we calling this one the plus plus? Is it the sequel to that watch? I don't get it. But that's happening. Mm-hmm. Your Pokemon will level up the better you sleep and the more you sleep. I sleep a lot. I would love to. I already find sleeping to be very entertaining. Their right. tagline for this was it's going to do for sleeping what Pokemon Go did for walking. <laughs> so. People were very excited about walking around when Pokemon Go came out. I'm already always excited about sleeping. So now the fact that I can sleep mm-hmm. and possibly train up a Pokemon, that's great. I think that's dope. Uh, see, like, I have rules for me, like, going to sleep. Like, I don't take, I don't have any electronics in my bedroom. I don't have my phone. I don't take my phone in there. Oh, really? Yes. They say it's bad, like, bedroom hygiene. They do hygiene. say that, but I do it all the time. So I have to imagine, like, bedroom hygiene, what they call it. Because, mm-hmm. like, apparently, like, looking at your screen in bed is bad before going to sleep. And I yeah. do find I, like, I sleep a lot better if I, like, just leave my phone. But, like, this has got to be, like, really bad. Because, like, you're just going to be thinking about Pokemon as you're trying to sleep and then just... I love thinking about Pokemon. <laughs> I love sleeping. I can't I wait. Know. I will be... I'm already 90% of the way to becoming a Pokemon master. I took a four-hour nap yesterday. Hmm. So I could have been training Pokemon during that time. I feel like it was a wasted sleep time. Now, how realistically, how long before you stop doing this? Like a week and a half. <laughs> but I also tried to do the Vita game that was called Wake Up Club. Not mm-hmm. recently. This was when it first came out. Right. Which was like you would set a time when you're supposed to wake up, and then like you have to get to your Vita quickly to shut it off and you, like, get points, but other people playing Wake Up Club can, like, fuck with you and stuff. Boy, that game was stupid. (laughs) This is that, but with Pokemon. So you'd get up, you'd grab your Vita, do something, and then go back to sleep? Is that what you did? Or you would, like, turn it off and then go about your life. You would go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah, I'm not about that. (laughs) I would cheat at Wake Up Club. I'm not above it. But uh, they didn't show really anything about what Pokemon Sleep is. Right. Other than the fact that you train Pokemon while you sleep with the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Nintendo cares about my... Well, Game Freak specifically cares about my health. That's why they made Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. They care about my sleep. That's why they made Pokemon Sleep. Which, I mean, Pokemon Sleep is very much part of your health as well i mean sleep is sleep is very important but like when are they gonna make pokemon quit smoking and other such good apps that we can all use to better ourselves even further zelda helped me quit smoking yeah pokemon food tracker you have to (laughs) 
take a picture of what you're going to eat and then have a, a Pokemon evaluate what you would your get, life? You would get Fs. I would get Fs. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to play that one. But I can't... I, like, people were talking about it and I was mm. like, what the fuck is yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. Pokemon just... Sleep... And then they had a crossover event with Pokemon Go, which apparently they're going to integrate sleep and rest into Pokemon Go as well. Yeah, I saw something how they're also adding, like, Snorlax. That is true. I was witness to two people playing Pokemon Go at the same time, and they were like, whoa, there's a lot of Snorlaxes. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's the Pokemon Sleep crossover event. Mm. And they were like, what's happening? (laughs) Uh, and so that's insane. Hey, that is like yeah. you can't describe Pokemon Sleep to someone without them saying like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That's not real. It will be real." Nintendo canceled the Vitality Sensor. Game Freak hooked us up with the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. We will be able to track our sleep thanks to Pokemon. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel super positive <laughs> about this dumb fucking thing. It's just... I can't wait. Mm. Pokemon Go is a huge hit. They just gotta do it again, but with sleep. Think about it's it. It's lazier. Think about it. Little kids, they're like, I don't want to go to bed. But then you say, but you could train your fucking Charmeleon. And then they'll go right to bed. Because they'll want that Charizard. <laughs> That's how you do it, man. I bet you... Get him in early. I bet you it's gonna be... It levels up, like, goes up, like, two levels every eight oh, hours. Oh, 100%. But it also, <laughs> like, it claims it's going to detect how well you sleep. Mm-hmm. And the example they gave was you set it next to you. My bed, like, fucking sags. So, like, if I have to adjust it all, it's going to think I'm getting, like, the world's worst sleep. It's going to be, like, a fucking earthquake on the thing. Well, you and I both have dogs as well. Too, and I, that's what I said. I was like, my, I'm going to have to close the door. <laughs> the dogs are going to ruin my training. Because, like, Oliver, he just, like... Yeah, just gets smashing all around. Yeah, dude. Well, he jumps on the bed, jumps off the bed, lays on the couch, and then jumps back and on I the bed. And I think my dogs would try to eat the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> so, that's also a danger. I, I wanted it to be like a wristwatch that's basically just like, hey, this is a way shittier Fitbit. Right. <laughs> but for Pokemon. Because Inazuma 11, the game I play, the Switch version is supposed to come with that exact thing. It's called the Inaz- It's called the 11 band. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to, like, you can level up your soccer players while you walk and while you sleep and stuff. That's what I want this to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I right now, what they showed, it looks like a little puck that I set on my bed next to me while I sleep. And then why wouldn't I just cheat and like set it on the dresser next to me? And well, then, why can't you just do it all the time? Why can't you just do it all the time? We don't know. They haven't showed. There's like, can I just put it next to my dog when he's sleeping? Possibly. You could probably put it next to nothing while nothing is happening. And then it's going it to be, like, be like, it's gonna be like, wow, deep sleep. <laughs> Getting those REM cycles. <laughs> so this this is bizarre. Um, that's all I have. Yeah. Is it's, it's fucking actually insane. It is a... Game Freak is going crazy. And what I thought was weird about this was this was like a day after yeah. there was an interview with Game Freak about how they were going to try to like not focus as much on Pokemon and they were going to like make their own IP and stuff. Did they Did they release, what was it, Village or... Town? They, or no, it is not out yet. Okay. Um, it also looks like a fucking like PS2 game graphically. Mm. So, I don't know. 
Which, in fairness, even their Pokemon games didn't, never looked great. Yeah, they're, that's being masked by the fact that they're on the 3DS. Yeah. yeah. So. I think it's... The art is... Which I... Ken Sugimori's art is so sick, though. Like, his actual concept art, I think, is good. I think right. when they transition it into the games, it oh. loses a lot. I was What I was going to say is I don't like the way the people look in Pokemon games. I that's what I'm saying. I think the art when he draws them, mm-hmm. they look I'm, super I'm, sick. The Pokemon look good. I'm saying the people. No, I'm, I'm not mm. saying the people. Like okay, when yeah, Kenzuki yeah. Mori draws like Brock and Steven mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I think that looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And then in the game, they look like weird chibi adults. Well, that's what I mean. They have like weird heads, and their eyes are like half their head. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't really like that art style. Well, that's super anime. I, I don't like the way it, exactly. Yeah. That's a huge reason why I never got into anime, is I never liked the art style. Interesting. I like the anime art style very much. Alright, to transition off Pokemon, the next thing we have is... People were wondering, where is Crystal Dynamics Avengers game? Right, because, I mean, like, they... What, a couple years ago? They showed Captain America's broken CG shield, and were like, get hype for an Avengers game. And you knew they were working on that exclusively, because they passed over Tomb Raider. Yeah, so... You're like, where is this? Mm-hmm. Square Enix is making an Avengers game. Are we going to get gameplay this year? No. How about the next year? Mm-hmm. No. This year, yes. It's got to be coming out soon. What? It has to be coming out soon. Oh, I thought you said June. I was like, there's no way. Oh, no, no, soon. Uh, I also think it will be coming out soon, but I I don't know. I don't know. They're, so they're going to show this, the Avengers, mm-hmm. at... Uh, Square Enix's press conference. Mm-hmm. So that's big. I forgot it existed. Because I was like, well, Final Fantasy VII is going to carry their whole thing. But now they can show Avengers. Right. Uh, and also they are doing one of those weird E3 panels about it. And also there was uh, quite a bit of leaked information about this. Uh, it, see, I haven't really looked into it too much. And that is... The information that was leaked is, like, basically corroborated as true. Mm. It's, like, a co-op. You can play it single-player or up to four-player. Okay. Which just sounds like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. If I'm gonna be honest here. That's that's what I was just thinking. But, like, this is what... Probably Thor... It's probably just the MCU characters. Well, no, I'm thinking it's going to be pretty much just, like, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and then maybe one other. The Hulk. Hulk. Which, if yeah. it's those four, I feel like they've missed their mark if you've been following the MCU, because the MCU pretty much just closed that out. I don't I don't know, dude. I, I still I, can't believe they didn't show anything until this point. Yeah. Like, to me, that was, like, what happened with EA's Star Wars game that Amy Hennig was working on, where they didn't show jack shit, and then they never showed jack shit. <laughs> this, I thought, was, like gonna happen but i i I don't know what to expect from it i guess like i don't know that i will be super excited about it Uh, crystal dynamics is a good studio crystal dynamics is a good studio but the way people tell stories about disney and marvel intervening in the creative process doesn't make me super excited spider-man though spider-man was great yeah yes and I think that Ultimate Alliance will be great, too. Ultimate Alliance will not have a good story. No, but I will like playing it. Yeah, it will and be it has fun a good cast of characters. I just, like, I don't this know is, what this yeah. will be. Right. Which, I mean, like, of course we're saying this because 
<laughs> all we've what seen the fuck is... do we know about it right. yeah and like the leaks don't really say a lot about that stuff it's more just like gameplay type stuff which it's just like it's a fucking action rpg mm-hmm. because of course it was right so i i don't know what to expect from it which will be weird if we have two marvel co-op rpgs <laughs> coming out in the same year yeah. but you know one exclusive to Nintendo, the other exclusive to not Nintendo. Right. <laughs> because this game will have good graphics and will not come out on the Switch. No, no. And maybe they can, like, say what the fuck it's called so mm-hmm. people can stop calling it The Avengers Game. Because I get mad every time I see it and I'm like, I hate you. Crystal Dynamic Avengers, Avengers? Game? Yeah, like, fuck <laughs> yeah. off. I don't- I can't believe that this thing's been announced for like three, four years, and we've not seen a single bit of it. We don't even know what it's called. Well, like it's, it seems like that's the new thing with a lot, because like that Harry Potter game, uh, we don't know what Rocksteady is doing, and we won't. I still think we're not gonna know, because that's been talked about forever and ever and ever. All we know is they're not making a Superman game. <laughs> but they did say that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wish that I could be super excited for this, but I just I don't know. It's hard to get excited for. Maybe something after you don't I know. see it, I will be way into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool that e, uh, Square Enix is going to put out something else. Right. They're going to have something big to show that people will get excited about and cause a lot of excitement. I this could be one of their best selling games it of this be. console. Yeah, I, I mean, if it just sure. if it's well made, like just crystal dynamics level with just like the marvel name it'll sell well yeah and that's that's cool because for a lot of the time that the marvel cinematic universe movies were coming out they like marvel wasn't really putting out video games no and stuff like that like that was when disney had closed their video game branch and which no one really had the licenses for a lot of those properties Mm -hmm. like with the exception of spider-man and they like weren't licensing it out to people Really? So... Which Activision had it, and Activision was making bad games. Yeah. Which... But yeah, they just completely stopped licensing out the stuff for video games to other publishers because they were trying to make their own Disney thing, and then they gave up on that. So it's cool to see that other people will get a chance to make Mm -hmm. good Marvel games. And I that's what I like. Like, we talked about that during our movie... uh, movie game one but developers eventually learned that oh shit if we make a good video game based on this movie property people will buy it and like it as opposed to shitting out a bunch of trash yeah because before disney there was like the hulk game and there was that captain america and iron man game that hulk game was good both. I'm not saying they were bad. I'm the just Captain saying... America game was bad. Also, the Iron Man game was bad. I will say that definitively. Mm-hmm. They were awful. But those Hulk games were like slightly different, and they right. were kind of cool. And like Spider-Man games were always whatever. Right. Some of them were very good. Some of them were not no. good at all. But And then there was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is a masterpiece. Infinite. Oh. Mm. Which I remember I kept saying, like they are missing their chance to make a to jump on Capcom was to jump on the Marvel, you know, I feel like they just kind of missed they missed the window and then they also just like just completely missed just making a decent game. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. From the sounds of it many things. 
So, but Capcom seems to be back to doing good things. They are. They've been doing really well, with yes. the exception of fighting games. Which even fighting games, they haven't made a new one in a few years. Yeah, it's because I don't think they're capable of making a good one. That's crazy. <laughs> so. I mean, they were like the pinnacle of fighting games. Uh huh. And crazy. look where we're at now. SNK is going to put out a great game this year. Maybe. No, they will. It's fine. It's just Samurai Showdown again. Right. So. Yeah, it seems like fighting games are in a weird spot, too. Because even Mortal Kombat, which, did you watch Combo Breaker at all? No, I did not. I did. That was pretty good. They're they're announcing the DLC characters for Mortal Kombat 11 next Mm. week. Yeah. So, that's interesting. I just downloaded the Grand Blue Fantasy beta Mm -hmm. onto my PS4. I will not play it, but my brother got in. So... Combo Breaker had 800 people sign up for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's pretty good. Combo Breaker is usually like big for Mortal Kombat. That's where they announce a lot of stuff too, usually. Well, it's in Chicago. So yeah, like, so I think that's I, where the studio is. I think I saw Ed Boon in the crowd. Yeah, makes sense. Which, I, I didn't watch anything before and I just kind of watched Top 8 and I was like, oh, Sonic Fox is in Top 8 and Losers. Yeah, he lost. So that means he's going to storm back and win the whole thing. He did not. He, well, he, he made it all the way to Grand Finals. And it was the guy that he helped learn to play that mm-hmm. game that beat him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he, I mean, all of, pretty much all those guys are all NetherRealm people. So. Yeah. But it was nice to see someone other than Sonic, Sonic Fox win a tournament. Which apparently he's never won Combo Breaker. Oh, really? Uh, for Mortal Kombat. Hmm. So Just we, every other tournament. Yeah. All right, Matt. We're transitioning into my favorite news story. I, okay. Hideo <laughs> Kojima. Everyone knows him. Metal Gear Solid, Zone of the Enders, Snatcher. If you want to go back even further than that, perhaps Police Knots. This man is wild. He's mm-hmm. crazy. And he very, very badly wants to make movies. That much is clear. No one's ever going to let him make a movie. And this is as close as we're going to get to him making a movie. So let's back up. A couple. It was Monday evening, Monday afternoon. A stream was put up on Sony's Twitch channel that was basically like, imagine in Mario Kart when you get inked by the blooper. Except it took up the whole screen, okay? That's what the stream was. And then hands would appear. And where the hand appeared, it would be clear and he could see through. And something was playing in the background. The sound that was happening was very muffled. You couldn't make anything out. As time progressed, more hands would show up. It would become more clear what was happening. And the sound would become less muffled. At about 11.52 on Tuesday, 11.52 a.m., the real trailer started and people were saying they're going to announce a release date Mm -hmm. during this and it's going to come out this year and i said no No way fucking (laughs) way is that game coming out this year and so then there was an eight minute trailer okay right i was glued to this shit because if there's one thing that hideo kojima knows how to do it's make an incomprehensible trailer right what what the fuck? I'm still trying to figure out, like, what do you do in the game? You sh- Well, okay. Here's this. You were gonna say shoot. You can like, shoot. There are guns. 
end. Uh, well, I'll get to that. Did Norman Reedus ever hold a gun? He did. He shot a man in the face with a machine gun that had incendiary rounds. Okay. Yeah. I guess I watched the trailer once and went. Yeah. Okay. So, the most of the gameplay that they had shown, gameplay, extreme air quotes, was Norman Reedus walking around right. in what is essentially a wasteland with jack shit there. Maybe some mountains. The gameplay that they show in this, we'll talk about gameplay first before we talk about the fucking yeah, just yeah. buck wild craziness of the whole thing. He drops a ladder yeah. and it like extends and then he like climbs the ladder, shows him with some climbing gear. But there is a part where he go oh well he also beats the shit out of a man with his bare hands and right. then smashes him with a briefcase. Which be- and it looks like there's stealth. Which before that he was like juking and running. And then he all of a sudden was like, you know what, I'm going to start, time to, time to fight. I'm gonna start punching people. Uh-huh. So later on, after you see that, he is in what looks to be World War One, And he pulls out a gun, a machine gun, and shoots the living shit out of a man in the head. Okay? Which looks very much like Metal Gear Solid gunplay. Mm-hmm. In the Japanese version of the trailer, that gameplay is different. And the gun has levels. So, like, you can level up the guns... And it shows him picking between numerous types of ammo. So he uses incendiary ammo in the trailer, but he uses there are different types that he can use. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on ever in that. The whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you already thought it was weird because everybody remembers the fucking trailer where it goes down Norman Reedus' esophagus and then it shows the little baby and it like waves and winks at you and you're like, what the shit is right. happening, my man? And they're always carrying around this fucking baby and why is this happening? Why are they in hazmat suits? Kojima's insane. We now know they're called bridge babies. Right. Why which, are they called bridge babies? Because I believe they're your connection to the other, other side. side. Yes. Uh huh. But like, what is the other side? So this this is it, Matt. It I, seems like the other side is like those demon things. They're called BTS. Right. And you watched the trailer. Bad. I watched it like seven times. I was gonna say I, he watched it seven times. I watched it once. So, so yeah, they're called BTS, and they're like weird invisible monsters that exist in some other realm. But at the point in the trailer where he, Norman Reedus, sees the BTs, mm-hmm. uh, because they have the like weird little, you can't see my hand because it's a podcast, no. they're, I don't know, like the weird clickety-clacky thing that makes it so it seems like he can see the outlines of the BTs. Yeah, I don't know what that... He does that in the forest, mm-hmm. and then he sees like a bunch of people that look like they're being hung by umbilical cords, and then one of the BTs gets him and pulls him down. Mm-hmm. To the other side, which is then, like, weird World War One action. And so, Kojima's whole message about this whole thing is, like, he's talking about, like, people are too connected to the internet or some shit. And, of course, he's going to have some dumbass grandiose thing that does not play out at all. But his whole thing was that the game, it's a connecting game. You mm-hmm. got to connect. And so, I think that it's basically they are bridging modern day reality that is like on its way out to the weird like nothing land yeah it seems like the united states has been overtaken the united states has been like overtaken or is fucked up the u.s president literally looks like a cancer patient mm-hmm. and norman Reedus is in the white house and she was like we have to get the u.s back and then he says something about like you're not the president of shit 
Oh, you're you're the president of jack shit. And he sounds like Batman because that's just fucking how Norman Reedus talks, I guess. The plot of this game is wild, okay? There we is... don't even... Like, you are making some no, wild assumptions is, about the, the plot. The plot is wild, Matt. You can't tell me that this man on his motorcycle working for the U.S. government with his fucking baby is not out of control. Watch. There is a man named Dead... Hard man. I'm going to say it right now. Everything we saw in this trailer happens in the first, like, hour and a half. No way. And then, like, this game... Because that's what he does. He tricks you. He does trick you, but there are parts in that trailer that would be insane if they all happened at the same time. Like, when they show the lady mama, and she's, like, receiving the baby from the other side. And then there's another scene where she's literally buried under an avalanche. And you're like, why is this happening? why is Guillermo del Toro's head cut open like Frankenstein? Mm. He apparently also doesn't play his character. Like he just did the, they like scanned him. Mm, he was, that's... he was too cool for that. Okay. Okay. There's the end, the whole, the end of the thing where Troy Baker is talking right. about how he has a connection to the other side and he like puts a cigarette up and it gets lit by the other side and I think that's so cool. <laughs> and then he throws the cigarette in the fucking magic oil water and the soldiers behind him catch on fire in their skeletons. It's so cool. I am way on board. That shit's dope. Because they can't die for some reason because they're still connected to the other side is what he says in his thing. That their connection is too strong and they can't die or some shit. My favorite part of the trailer. Do you know what my favorite part of the trailer was? The entire thing. Okay, I did the like. First, I did like the first the, seven minutes. I did like the entire thing, <laughs> but my favorite part was when that guy with the golden skull mask mm -hmm. goes up to that lady, removes his skull mask to reveal a second mask. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Man? And then he licks her face after he oh, magically yeah, teleports. Yeah. That's not important. He had two masks. You know I think what? that's Troy Baker, though. That character. Uh, not to just go completely off track, but uh -huh. there was a rumor I saw. I didn't write it down here last week that uh, The Last of Us could be coming out later this year. And they lied. It's not I, true. I wonder if they got that and Death Stranding mixed up. I think they did. I think they were... Because people also said there was going to be a PlayStation State of Play right. for The Last of Us. And the date they were giving was basically the same date. Mm -hmm. I think I wrote November 9th on here, but I think it's November 8th. I don't. It, which, I mean, we could easily look that up. Or That's fine. Could... So this game is coming out in the year of our Lord, mm -hmm. 2019. Right. And I, I, will ha I will not be able to do anything else other than play this game. I I can't anything else I'm playing I will have to set aside because I have to, I have to know mm -hmm. he's fucking Kojima's crazy he's fucking crazy what you, is this gonna be an open world game or I don't know it's a connection game Matt you connect to the other side and you can sometimes shoot people and use a ladder and it looks like you're delivering packages I part of me is like man it's probably gonna be linear and shorter because. I mean, they really kind of produced it fairly quickly. Yeah. With, but at the same time, I mean, they didn't have to build an engine. They just kind of took... They kind of took an engine from Gorilla. gorilla. I, which, it's a strong engine. It is I a mean. strong engine. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't so know I, how uh, this game can exist. Kojima is the kind of person who will never tell us what the no. gameplay actually is until it's out. And 
we're going to have to have like a journalist go play this thing and then just be like, hey, this is what this is. Except for the part where Sony's not at E3, so no one's ever going to play this game. Right. So I... Why? What's what? happening? Dead Hard Man. Okay? It's his fucking name. Did you see... He also is wearing a mask. Did you see Dan Reichert changed his name? His PSN to... I did. <laughs> and... Which, I mean, he's, like, the one of the biggest Kojima, Kojima fans ever. Yeah. But, like, this this time I'm on board with whatever bullshit Kojima's got going on. Because if he could get Sony to give him as much money as they gave him, and this game, he's unchained. Mm-hmm. He's become unchained. Like, that's my thing, is that fucking Metal Gear Solid was him being restrained. Right. Okay? And that shit... I remember Metal Gear Solid 4. I will never forget that. It was insane. Like, 5, he tried to go too far, and then they said, whoa, 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 whoa. We need you to actually make a video game. And he was like, oh, fuck. And then they fired him or whatever happened, okay? Well, the other thing is, like, it took him so long to make that. This he seems to, like... I don't know what happened. Maybe he's just got a better team. Because he was able to, like, basically build it. I mean, like, Sony's funding this, but they do not own his... It's Kojima Productions or whatever. Yes, and not... I don't know why you would give him this amount of money and free will. Because that is one name in the industry that just holds its own. I was kind of thinking about this. Like, Kojima... A Kojima game can just basically come out of nowhere and get announced and people will pay attention. That is true. I was just kind of wondering, like, how many other, like, like the next Gorilla game, let's say, it wouldn't get this much attention no. from anybody. Uh, so, I mean, like... But also, usually, the ad campaign of every other developer is like, hey, we're going to tell you what mm. our cool game is about, not, like, actively trying to fuck with you. Right. Which, I mean, that's just all part of Kojima. It is. And that is interesting, but I also just, like... I don't I don't even care if this game sucks at mm-hmm. this point. Like I just I have I have to know what it is about mm-hmm. and I won't know. I will play this game to completion possibly multiple times and I still will not know anything about anything that fucking happens in it. Yeah, I I I'm, I wish I was excited about this game, but it just I'm so excited. It just seems too weird, and I, I, I it is so weird. That is where that is why I'm here, man. But I I need to know what I'm gonna be. I don't doing. give a fuck. I need I don't, to know. I don't care. I do. It's, it's gameplay. Gonna, it's gonna be the. I already saw the gameplay. It, and sh- the gameplay does not look good. He shot a guy. It looks the same as Metal Gear Solid, yeah. and him shooting the guy. So I don't, well, I don't know. like ninety percent him just walking around. I will walk around. <laughs> I'll do whatever. I anything to get me to the next fucking bizarre cutscene. I will I, do, and this will be like every other fucking Kojima game where mm. it's like ninety five percent cutscene, five percent gameplay. I, I take that back. Three percent gameplay, two mm. percent credits. His name is in that trailer a lot of times. Yeah. Oh my god. And there's a... Oh, it's got that sick guitar riff and that song. The music is so dope. He rides a motorcycle and he can do a wheelie. Also gameplay. I don't know. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't... How did... 
why is Norman Reedus doing this? Why is Mads Mikkelsen doing this? Well, no, it's... Why are any of them doing this? There was that... Uh, I can't remember her name, but that, that actress from, like, television, that very famous actress that's, like, 70 years old is was in that trailer as well. It's like, why is she in this game? She was the one that they announced during the last set of Madness. I guess I just didn't pay attention, but it just shocked me because I was like, why is a 70-year-old woman in a Kojima game? I don't know. And there's so many scenes of, like, floating USB sticks mm-hmm. that are, like, on a necklace. What, what the fuck is ever going on? I'm curious. This is a game I'm curious about, but I don't know. I need it to be fun. Like I could talk, I could talk about this trailer for the mm. rest of my adult life, and we still wouldn't exhaust all the possibilities of thoughts that I have had about it. It, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's actually insane that he was able to put this trailer out at around noon on a Tuesday, right? And then it was just out there. It was a fucking. It was eight minutes long. It was over eight minutes long. Right, and it still didn't tell you a ton. No. Death Stranding. Uh, There's also theories. I don't know if you ever saw the video that he put out when he announced his studio of the, like, their studio's called Ludens. Um, And it's like a weird mech thing is their uh, their mascot. And he's, Mm. like, on the moon. And he, like, puts a flag down. And then the whale that's in the exact same whale that's in the original Death Stranding trailer comes up. People think they're going to go to the moon in this product. Someone says something about the moon in the trailer. Mm. Um, so, I think they'll go to the moon. <laughs> I have extreme faith that they will go to the moon. Oh, boy. Alright. <sighs> that's all. That's all. I, I, I'm going to lose all my energy if I keep thinking about Death Stranding. The final thing we have, which pisses me off because every website said this, is that Game Pass is coming to PC, right. except for the part where I've been paying for Game Pass on PC for like a year. Well, it seems like this is going to be a different subscription. Oh, I did not see that part. That's It's going to be com- all different games? It is going to be different games. So it, I, I, that's the one thing I can't tell. Is it going to be the same subscription? I think it is the same subscription. Uh, some people I've read, they were theorizing that you're going to have to do the Xbox Gold. And that would be a Game Pass Gold. And then that would be Computer Game Pass. And then also oh, perhaps. Gold. I could see that. Um, uh, or there would be just option for like Game Pass for PC and then Game Pass for just Windows. I don't know. But uh, regardless, that's cool. Yeah. That because the Game Pass on PC right now has like 10, maybe yeah. 12 games on it. And it is, it's interesting because it's all the first party games, right? right? So it's like your favorite game of all time, Crackdown 3... Uh, Gears, Forza. Gears, Forza, like all that's Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff is all on there to play, right? And like that's cool. Yeah, but it's not a lot. No. Like whereas if you go on the Xbox, there are over a hundred games right. to play, and that's what they said they're working with a bunch of developers to bring over a hundred games to PC as well. Yes. Um, and then, like, keep their first-party things mm. coming at a decent clip as well. Which, they not only announced this, but they also announced that all their games are going to be on Steam. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. They're... That's cool. I know the Master Chief Collection was. No, like, all their games are going to be on Steam. They'll be... They believe in having options. All right, well, I believe in 
buying their games on Steam instead because I hate well, the if Windows you, Store. I know, if but you then have I game would pass. Game Pass. Then there's... In some cases, I would way rather just buy them on Steam than have Game Pass. And then also something completely unrelated, well, related, but like not really related to this. Joe DiMaggio, the voice actor, did he accidentally release the date of Gears 5? Oh. Which is going to be, I can't remember the exact date, but it's going to be early September. I think right around the 9th or something like that. So there are a couple more Xbox things. They said that they will... Oh, fuck. How many games was it? 12? For... That they, they said there's going to be 12 first-party games that they show at their E3 press conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's. And so then they specifically said four of them, which were Gears 5, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Right. And two other products that I don't remember. I have to imagine we'll probably see more of Gears Tactics, which is rumored to potentially be out this year on PC, and then maybe later on come out on Xbox. But the greatest news of all that I didn't even list on here, did you see that Crackdown 3 received an update? No. Yesterday, yeah. It So it's called... Oh, called like the extreme edition or the definitive mm-hmm. edition it's a free patch if you have it and it adds some more content oh, nice. to the campaign so get ready for that and it you never played the old ones but there's this mode called keys to the city which is basically you just play the game but you can like turn cheats on okay so that's in it now i still have it downloaded so well I can you just can like, get back in and I, continue your favorite I, game of the year i was <laughs> i was looking at like all like the games I've played this year and like the Xbox like kind of tracks how yeah. how like how long how much how long you spend. Yeah, you on use your game. Xbox a lot. Yeah, but like I've played Crackdown for over sixteen hours. I thought you were gonna say a way higher number no, than that. But that's a lot for a game that took me like seven hours to beat. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but also now there's new content. Yeah, so, or at least that's what they said. I, so now I, I'm gonna be up to like. 18 it hours. did try to download it on my PC, and I said, whoa, 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 hold up. I don't know that I need this right now. I have to imagine there's going to be a Forza Horizon. Uh, uh, Announcement? Yeah. Something, just DLC. Yeah. I would. What was the last one? Booty Time? Pirate's Booty? The fuck was it called? Oh, For- DLC Fortune pack. Island? Fortune Island. You think there will be another one like that? I think so, because they had two before. Because then, like, the second they one... They did the Hot Wheels one. I was going to say that the Hot else. Wheels... That was the second one they did, the Hot Wheels one, I yeah. think. That, that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think Microsoft's thing is going to be super dope yeah. this year. I think their E3 press conference that Sunday is going to be excellent. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be... Especially good. because it, I don't care what they show, but when they show Ori and the Will of the Wisp, I'm going to get excited either way. And Fable. The new Fable could be cool. I would, I would like for them to show a new Fable... Uh, and also, just so like Ninja Theory, like they haven't really done anything lately. No, that's why the fact that they said they were showing like at least 10 mm-hmm. first party games, I was like, whoa, you haven't even put out 10 first party games in the last three years. So, like, because, like, I, I was really thinking about this. Like, Ninja Theory, the last game they made was that Hellblade, which. Everyone talked about how that was a very small portion of their studio. So, like, what has they? What have they been I, doing? Yeah, for, no like, idea, man. That that's that could be pretty pretty fun. That would be cool. But there there was also just a lot of news about E three showings yes. in general. 
Um, like Devolver's having their press conference. Uh, Greg Miller's doing his kind of funny, funny game showcase again. Which you expect indie. The PC game show, they specifically like name-dropped a bunch of publishers that they were going to show. The one that interested me was Chucklefish, mm-hmm. because I like basically everything Chucklefish has put out. And the only game I can think of that they would be releasing soon is a game called uh, Eastward that I have wanted to play for so long, being made by a Taiwanese developer. Uh, it seems like they develop some, but they also publish quite a few. They mainly publish. Uh, so mm. I'm looking for them to publish Eastward this year, but I don't mm. think they're going to do that. I would like for that to be the game they show, but I it might just be DLC for Wargroove mm-hmm. or something, which would also be cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's gonna be actually a lot more E3 stuff than initially I mm-hmm. thought about, and like the leaks that are coming out for like Avengers and all that kind of stuff, I'm getting a little excited oh, yeah. to see like what's actually going to show up there mm-hmm. because I think Microsoft can do some really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like I mean, that's obviously why Sony put out the Death Stranding thing was because they're not gonna be at E3, but at least if they get out the fucking wild ass eight minute mm-hmm. Kojima trailer, people will be talking about that still. So right. it will like lead up into E three and people will at least if doing it now it won't get like lost if some other crazy huge announcement mm-hmm. happens. Um and like Nintendo is gonna be crazy and they're putting out the pokemon information beforehand next week so like that means they gotta be pretty fucking confident about what they have to show Mm. so yeah i'm I'm super excited yeah i i'm i've been very excited i was not i was not excited but i well you you're like a cynic who thinks e3's done and i think it's gonna be after this year and that's crazy so with the way it's building up right now well they're also the esa they're looking to sell to the people that bought packs Mm. and then it will not be what we care about at e3 anymore it'll just be a trade show you think they would change it i think they have to because the esa is the governing body that brings all these things there like i don't i don't think that they would i don't think that publishers would give a fuck anymore Mm. and it would just be like a weird packs trade show like i think some developers like smaller indie developers would care but then i think that if that did happen they would uh, like they would all realize oh we don't need this anyways mm-hmm. activision isn't even on the show floor yeah which we we discussed i mean like they're gonna release the new call of duty and uh, like that that's crazy when they mm-hmm. released the map of the show floor and like they weren't on there it was like oh boy which i mean what would they have to show call of duty they don't need to... Sh- I mean, that's like EA... Yeah, but none of them need to show anything, right? Like, Ubisoft doesn't need to be there. Right, Like, right. if they fucking announced... But, like... Wildlands 2, or whatever the fuck it's called. See, I don't care about the show floor. I just like the press conferences before. I know, and that's what would cease to exist if mm-hmm. they sold it as a yeah. trade show. Which so, is the... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, that'd be sad. That would be. Because, that, yeah, that's the only thing I care about. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they don't have a reason to be there anymore then they wouldn't be in mm-hmm. most cases so don't i don't know that. we'll see don't say we'll that. see next year i predict no it's, it's gotta stay <laughs> it's fun it's it fun. is fun i you're thinking i don't i love it every year i'm not working Ben. last time we had a barbecue we did i will be at my mom's house again this year oh so another we barbecue have, we could have another barbecue 
Do you think it'll just Sunday? Will it just be you and I? I, Hey, man, I'll eat all the barbecue we got. I'm not complaining. I'm (laughs) just saying, like, we'll have to plan accordingly. It might be because Scott will have Have, had a child. Yeah, we'll (laughs) we'll have a baby, and I assume Jumbo's not going to come down for E3. Uh huh. Although Jumbo is very strange, yeah, he could. Yeah, we'll see how it pans Mm -hmm. out. Um, so that's all for news. There's a lot more than I anticipated. Which I mean, Ooh, like there's it, a lot more than I anticipated. Oh, you mean just like the news section? Time, yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like next week it's just gonna be all quote unquote. Oh, I, news. next week I, or next next we, podcast. Next podcast we won't even talk about what we played. We'll just start <laughs> and be like it's E3 the whole time. So, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. I guess we're gonna jump get into, into what we've been playing. Yes. Um, Mass Effect. Uh, we've been playing. We've continued to play Mass Effect Three. Yes. And. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember anything we did do, last time. do not remember either. All right. Sick. But sick, I sick, sick. did, because you went away this weekend. I did. Or last weekend. Yeah, I did. So I was like, I'm feeling like Mass Effect. So I'm just going to go play the first one again. Mm-hmm. But I played it on, I just did like New Game Plus. Yeah. Just figured I'll just make it easier for myself and I can just kind of cruise through that which is just kind of interesting now that i have a lot more context for everything like Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the game when you first meet tolly it's all about the shadow broker which i i guess like i remember hearing about that but i was like i don't really know who this is she's looking for the shadow broker at the beginning of mass effect one yeah and then and then i forgot that benezia the matriarch is liara's mom yes and i was like oh yeah that that was a big thing Mm -hmm. which when i played it the second time i did that much later yes which i think that's what kind of threw me off as well we did that before we even got liara yes we did so, like, it, it was hard for me to connect the two. Uh-huh. Uh, what I've been doing is I just, because there's six characters, I just have two die, and I just roll the die, and then, like, that's who I'm bringing oh, with okay. me. So, yeah. it's kind of just switching it up, and I'm getting different dialogue, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of dialogue. There is. Yeah. Which, the the one, when you go to get uh, Matriarch to fight her, I had uh, Garrus and Rex, which is... Our classic combo that classic we had, combo. that we had the entire game. Yeah, uh, and then and then Rex literally said, "We should go get Liara for this," and then I didn't because I, that's how I rolled. I uh, I brought Liara on that one, mm-hmm. and it is like not as meaningful as it should be. Yeah, so it was weird. Also, do you remember the one mission with the nuke when you drop the nuke, or when you like when they're like setting the nuke yes and you fight do you remember the one part where you're just kind of running around and you run into that office and then there's that asari Mm -hmm. that's like panicking and freaking out i had ashley with me Mm -hmm. and after that asari left freaking out ashley was like i really enjoyed that (laughs) apparently i was (laughs) and i just remember thinking that's really fucked up yeah ashley's terrible Mm -hmm. which i this time i chose for Caden to die and keep Ashley just because then I can kind of talk to Ashley a little bit more and just see yeah. the more I got to know her the less I liked her exactly so. <laughs> yeah so that was that was interesting uh there's like a conversation you have with her later where she like starts talking about her family mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah. like you realize that like her whole family is really racist and right. you're like cool 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 yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I was like the more I'm getting to know yeah, you like the more I think you absolutely suck which I also did the Garrus loyalty mission which i don't think we did 
No. When when you go kill the doctor, the doctor, yeah. Which that was an interesting. I don't know why it's just those two that have uh, loyalty missions. Yeah, it seems like it's just Rex and Garrus. Also, I found out why you're not able to romance Garrus. Why? Because in the first one, if you are male, or if if you're male, you can only uh, romance Liara, Ashley. Or the Asari on the... Oh, on the Citadel. On the console. Yeah. If you're female, you can only do Caden, Liara, or that console lady. That's upsetting. See, you literally can't romance Garrus. See, and now I'll just romance Thane. Because if I'm not carrying it over, I don't... See, that's a bummer. So, like, your options are Caden... Which I or fucking I told Caden Liara. I told Caden to get fucked in my playthrough and you should just go Liara to Liara. I already told her no oh. because it, it was also like really awkward. Yeah, and I was like no. Now you have no one. Now I have no one. Well, you can try to get with the console lady. I, I guess. think that might be too late to probably do probably well. at this point. I yeah, because I looked fine. it up because I was like I don't want to do Liara because I already did Liara. Liara. Shepard will be celibate. And it's then, fine. And then I looked it up and I was like, okay, my oh. options are Ashley or Liara. I'm holding out. I'll hold out for Garrus until I'm the second Liara. game. Which is kind of another thing I want to do is I, at the the first time we ended it, I we ended at level 35. Yeah. And then I replayed it and I ended at 52. I kind of want to go through it again and hit 60. Yeah. And then I want to transfer that save over to two. Yeah. And just kind of. You- you're way stronger. I just yeah. kind of want to see how like much stronger like you kind of start out as. I'm just kind of curious about yeah, yeah. that. Also, I kind of want to romance someone to get that achievement because that's yeah. what I was. That was the whole point. I just kind of wanted to do some achievement yeah, cleaning yeah. up because I was disappointed at Rage Two. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna check off some stuff off my backlog. Nice. So that's what I've been doing. And that's really what I've been literally doing. So Yeah, and you played Sunset Overdrive? I did. Yeah. I played a lot of Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> so that was this was Insomniac's game In... that they was an Xbox One exclusive yes. for a long time. Until very recently when it came off for PC again. Mm. Uh and it's like I don't I never know how to describe it. It's like a game that's like pretty much based on movement mm-hmm. that is super punk rock inspired. It's like I guess Jet Set Radio. It's like Jet Set Radio Future, but like but with the Insomniac aesthetic. Yes, because it has the weird crazy guns and stuff. Well, it has that where it literally has the ratchet and clank guns, where like you level the level up the guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the one big difference is the guns really aren't that crazy in the game yeah but then they have these mods that can make them kind of crazy like some of the mods you can turn them into a teddy bear that that explodes Mm -hmm. so which i i guess the whole premise of the game we should just start with that is like there's this energy drink that turns them into mutants yeah they all start drinking an energy drink that turns them into mutants Mm -hmm. and then you basically have to try to like fend off the mutants and try to like destroy the factories and stuff mm-hmm. i it is very video gamey but 100 like, it, it also knows this like and it yeah. breaks the fourth wall a lot yeah and and i i have to say that i think 80 percent of it hit for me 
I don't know that much of it hit for me in like the humor way, mm-hmm. but gameplay wise, like yeah, I yeah. really liked that what I played of it. Back Which then. you didn't finish it. No, I got all like probably like seventy five percent of the way through. I think that was when I first bought my Xbox One like mm-hmm. three or four years ago. I got Sunset Overdrive and Killer Instinct with it, and I play, I played a lot of Sunset Overdrive. I yeah I I mean I. Did the entire campaign, I finished all the side missions, and then I collected everything. Dang. I really just liked being in That's that cool, world. Man. Yeah. It was... Which, as I said, most of the jokes hit. The attitude hit. There was one joke where I was like, oh, that's a little outdated. And I think the reason why most of it is not outdated is because it's not really internet humor. Yeah, it's just... It's really just kind of making fun of video games. Yeah. And the one time it didn't was like a NeoGAF joke. Oh. Which it's like... That is rough. Which, I mean, in their defense, who would have ever expected NeoGAF... To implode in the way it did? Yes. Yeah, so... So, like, that's not really on them. No, that's not that's not on them. So, but, like, That's yeah. on the owner of NeoGAF being oh. one of those popular forums on... Mm-hmm. Video game forums on the planet turning out to be a total shitbag. Which, I mean, like, the whole joke was just, like, literally the, the game ends... Your character dies, and then your character comes back on screen, and then she's just like, whoa, that's a terrible ending. Neil Gaff would have our necks or something like that, or Neil Gaff would freak out, and that was basically the entire joke. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, it, it was a decent joke, but yeah. So then the, the, the credits stopped, and then, like, they rewound, and then they had just, like, a whole different ending. Hmm. The entire game is just very, very... It's making fun of video games, and it, it's a very fun video game. I have it to is say. very fun to play, yeah, for sure. The movement is really mm-hmm. good. I didn't really feel it until you get the air dash, yeah. and then it like really comes together, yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh shit, you can fucking get moving. Mm-hmm. You like grind on the rails all around the city. It's super easy to get around. Mm-hmm. Everything's easy to transition from. It just yeah. feels good. Like, right. It's a fun to play. One of the tooltips was looking for running. It's called grinding. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's very clear to see, like, direct lineage of things they took from Sunset Overdrive and then, like, yes. use that to transition into making Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just see the traversal and stuff like that, you how can... they learned a lot of lessons. and The traversal, yeah. and then it's another similar, like, city size. Yeah. I think they're really good at, like, just making a smaller, condensed open world. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I like an open world game, but it doesn't have to be assassin's creed odyssey huge yeah like spider-man i thought was a really good size city mm-hmm. open world you know map so yeah played yeah. sunset overdrive it may be one of my favorite games of this generation nice but i'd have to sit on that for a little bit longer to think yeah i also played halo 5 mm-hmm. and i think that may be my favorite halo game oh boy that's a controversial opinion. <laughs> I, uh, I I can't say yeah, I didn't yeah, play yeah. Halo Five, but people do not seem to agree with that sentiment. Well, people really like Master Chief, uh-huh. and you play as Master Chief for less than half the game. You do, but I like just like having the squad where like before it's just Master Chief and he's alone. Mm-hmm. You go down, and then you have to just basically restart everything. With this, you have like it's <clears throat> basically it's kind of like Yakuza. Zero, where you're flopping between two different stories because there's the Master Chief blue group and then there is the Spartan 2 red group. Uh, so, red like, red versus blue, red versus blue, yes. 
Which, I mean, the whole thing is the Red is chasing down, the Red group is chasing down uh, Master Chief mm-hmm. as he's chasing down uh, Cortana. Yep, because she's gone rampant. She has gone, yes. So, I just, I, I like the fact that when you go down, they can just kind of revive you and get mm-hmm. you back up rather than, like, just restart this area over again. Because I didn't, I actually didn't die at all. Well, I went down a few times, but I just got revved back up and it's just i don't know it was just a fun and also the it it was less remember before when i talked about halo 4 and it's very tactical and i didn't really care for that yeah this felt much more superhero-y that's why people hate this game Mm -hmm. is because that is like halo combat evolved it Mm -hmm. is about combat puzzles and like they took that away in large part from this Mm -hmm. people were not happy at all but now it's more like doom and people should just play Doom. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I had fun. Yeah, I, that's cool. Yeah, I definitely really liked it. The one thing is, it kind of has a weird ending, which I mean, that was I know one very controversial. Yes, it was. And they've really taken their time to release the Dare, next one. I, yeah, dude. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, is Halo Infinite gonna be that game? that finishes that plot, mm-hmm. or are they actually gonna like make a Halo Six as well? I, I don't know. I, yeah, because like that's rumored to be. I guess we didn't talk about this. That's rumored to be a launch title next year, twenty twenty. Yeah, for which one I mean, of the next Xboxes? Halo Five was what twenty fifteen. Yeah, it's been a long time. So I mean, you're talking five years between Halos, which Halo Five ends on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not really great planning. No, it's not. I. I don't think that 343 did a good job planning for those games at all, to be honest with you. Which, I mean, they're stuck in an impossible spot of whatever they make, the fans aren't going to be happy because it's not Bungie. Mm -hmm. So... Which I get that. Mm -hmm. I've played Bungie video games. I know what the shooting is like. The shooting's fine. Yeah, but it's not as good as what Bungie does. No, no. So, it's tough. They're Mm -hmm. in a tough spot. Right. But... I don't know. I feel like even with Halo Four, like I, yeah, after Reach, I think Halo really hit its peak, and it was like only going to be mainly downhill for people from there. Which I mean, especially like if, in terms of popularity. But the thing is, would you rather have Bungie making it when they clearly did not want to make Halo? Anymore? No, I just think that they should have stopped making Halo. Yeah, because like Halo Three. I, you mm. could have ended it there, and like Reach was a prequel, so right. like, what difference does it make? Uh, but yeah, they—that's what the video game industry is. The sequels sell. Mm-hmm. It's an established franchise. People will buy it and be upset, but people right. will still buy it. So yeah, I mean, people are also upset about you know Gears Five and how it's going to be a woman. So that's ruining video oh, games. Jesus God. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, like that one. Yeah, Cliffy B's not on it anymore. But I'm trying to think of the the guy who's in charge of it now. He was very much at the start of Gears as well. Yeah. So, I mean, like, even Cliffy B said, like, you know, it's his baby as much as it is mine. But, yeah. So, the last game we both played, apparently, which yeah. I did not know, is Dauntless. Yes. Which, the way I would describe this is... It's free to play. It is the Fortnite... Like, Fortnite is to PUBG what mm. Dauntless is to Monster Hunter, is what I, I would say. I wouldn't even say that, because, like, at least Fortnite... It doesn't have, like, terrible progression and everything, because, like, it's just, like, 
Fortnite and PUBG are just kind of in and out type of thing. Yeah. Where this is just like, as I said, like the progression I thought was awful. I mean, I would have to play more, but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem that bad. Like, it seems like it is a f- very much a free-to-play game. Yes. Where it 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 starts out, and you're like, this is kind of like easy Monster Hunter. Yeah. And then you start getting to harder monsters, and you're like, okay, this is taking longer. This is actually getting pretty good. I'm enjoying this a lot. And then it just hits that point where you hit the wall, and you're like, oh, my options are to pay, spend money... Or grind for hours and hours and hours and hours. I will say, I don't think there was ever a point I was playing it where I thought I was having fun. Oh, really? Yeah, I. it just feels very bland, I guess. Mm. Like, it's all super colorful and, like, right. the Fortnite art style, basically, <laughs> yeah. but with monsters. And it just, I don't know, it didn't, like, hook me. Mm-hmm. Like, I played for a couple hours, and I was playing by myself, and you get matched with randos. And so the one thing that I think is especially worse in it than Monster Hunter is you have no idea where the fuck the monster is. Yeah. So, like, if the people you're with are total randos and they're all fighting the monster, you can see their health going down, but they're not throwing up a flare for me to know where they Mm -hmm. are, I'm never going to fucking find them. Yeah. And I think that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, it's just, like, it seems like a serviceable Monster Hunter clone. Did you play by yourself or were you always with others? I was always with other people. Oh, okay. Because I did a little bit of both, and then I also played with Nukio and Justin. Yeah. Which, that actually does have full crossplay as well. It does, yeah. It'll show you if they're playing on PlayStation or Xbox or PC. There's, like, the PlayStation logo, the Xbox logo, or a mm-hmm. little computer. And that that is cool. Yeah. I, li- I like that. I'm surprised Sony let them do that Yeah, uh, with how shitty they are. But, I yeah, think- I, I, it's just... It is a Monster Hunter clone, and I feel the same way about it as I do all Monster Hunter clones after I got into Monster Hunter. Like, I played God Eater before I played Monster Hunter, and I loved Mm -hmm. it. I was like, whoa, this is like super anime, and I really like it. And then I played Monster Hunter, and I no longer enjoyed God Eater. Right. (laughs) And so I feel like that's the same thing here, is like, it's not the same. It doesn't, like, it is trying to be the same, Mm -hmm. but it just, it's not. See, I have enough separation. Like, I played Monster Hunter when it first came out, but I was pretty much done by the end of January last year. Mm. So it's been a good year and a half since I've played. So, like, I really haven't played anything like that. So I guess for me, it did kind of hook me for a few hours. Yeah, it just, it didn't really grab me, other than the fact that I think I like some of the progression stuff and the fact that, like, say I had been playing for 30 hours Mm -hmm. and then someone said, hey... I'm just starting. Do you want to play with me? If I was playing Monster Hunter, I'd be like, fuck no. Right. Like, I'm over here in high rank. You have a low rank. Like, I have no need for the parts you have. It's like a waste of my resources, essentially. But the way the progression works for the more think times you fight a monster with a weapon, the more it levels up, mm-hmm. the progression, the more you do specific things to a monster, right. the more it levels up that progression. Like, I like that aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. it is like, oh, I can fight this thing a hundred times and I'm still gaining progress towards something. Yes, you're gaining progress towards your weapon, you're gaining progress towards your monster, and then you have like a, your own personal progression. Yeah. But it did hit a certain point where I was like, wow, I I can't be anything that I have in front of me. And like neither should, like Nukio, Justin, and I, like the three of us together couldn't beat the monsters, so... Okay. It did hit a point where you're just like, this is too... And I mean, and that's what it's supposed to be. Right. Like, how long did you guys play for? Oh, I I played for probably eight plus hours. See, like, that's... 
most games you would be playing for way longer than that. Right. So, I mean, the progression makes sense, especially from a free to play. Exactly. That's like they want you to come back day after day, and like keep playing and keep playing mm-hmm. forever. So that that's where it differs mainly. Right, and that's why I I think it's a decent game with bad progression, but it it has free to play elements. It's a free to play. Yeah, that's why I would describe it as free to play Monster Hunter. But I mean, I Fortnite is the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just you. There's nothing that makes you better at Fortnite. You just right. play it like it has there's, all those same hooks. Like it yeah, yeah. has the battle pass. Yeah, this yeah. has the hunter pass or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And you can pay to have a more extreme version of the hunter pass. Like it is all of those same elements. It, yes, yes. And it even has the same art style as Fortnite. Basically. Which I mean, so, it is like, published by Epic, I believe. I, they did not. It, it's exclusive to the Epic Store on PC. No, I mean they, I they, think they, Epic is like published it. Or oh something. well, they did not develop it. because no, they I remember when it was it. announced. Uh, so, but yeah, it even had that art style back then, though. Mm-hmm. So. But I think Epic's been involved with it for a little while. That'd be my guess. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I mm-hmm. mean, like if you want to play Monster Hunter, but for some reason mm-hmm. you don't want to pay for Monster Hunter, like this is as close as you're gonna get. Yeah. And I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have played so much Monster Hunter that like it just doesn't mm-hmm. nothing grabs me in the same way. There's just something about like the hits don't feel heavy, and like none of it feels. Great. What were you using? What I used the great sword, well, the big you, sword. That did not feel good. No, I, I used I also. The... People say that about the great sword monster hunter also, but I love the way that feels. So mm. it's see, I use the dual. I fucking I always hate dual blades, so I can't. Wow. I, just, I mean, in this type of game, because mm-hmm. when they have dual blades in action games, I can mm-hmm. get behind, but things that are supposed to have animation priority, it drives me insane. Oh, so. I, yeah, I don't know. And I know that I wouldn't like the gun, the lance maybe, but the sword was what I was using. But just none of the hits feel mm-hmm. yeah, strong. And I also, I don't know if it was lag or what, but it always felt like it felt different each time I would go into a hunt. Mm. Like it would just be like, this doesn't feel as quick or this is way faster than before. So I think it was compensating across all of us mm. and it just felt really bizarre each time that's weird so. i played a, i did a lot of it solo yeah because you could do solo and it wasn't bad playing solo no i'm sure it was fine except for the part where it wouldn't let me play solo oh really yeah they, it was grayed out every time i like couldn't do it <coughs> and i was like all right and then i also there was a point where i was like well i'll give them five bucks to buy the hunter pass it crashed three times when I tried to give them money. Oh. So then I was like, I guess I won't. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I Nukio was like, hey, do you want to... Like, that's why I played it, because Nukio texted me. And I tried to get into it that morning. There's a three-hour queue? N- no, the queue... And I will read this. All Dauntless servers are cur- currently full. But we'll get you logged in as soon as possible as soon as space is available. Your estimated queue position is 80,000. 80,000, Manny. I was like, well, guess I'm not playing this game right that now. That was when it first launched. It the queue time was like three hours or something for a lot of people. Uh, I was away that weekend, so mm-hmm. like I didn't really care. He asked me to play too. Right. And I was like, no, because I won't be there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I will play it again. Yeah, that's I kinda... just kind of wanted to see what it was about 
uh, yeah, I just I don't that's know. where I, I am. wasn't I, really feeling it. I enjoyed it for what I did, but at this point, like it's either put the time in to grind or just kind of move on to something else. Yeah, depends. If people I know want to play it, I might continue, but it just. Yeah, it didn't really suck me in. Like, mm-hmm. I never afterwards was like, oh, I really want to play Dauntless again. It was like, yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. eh, it's okay. Yeah. Especially for a free-to-play game. It's way better than a lot of free-to-play it's games. It's a very well-made free-to-play game. Y- yeah, for sure. And uh, I guess now we'll move on to part three. Part three, which is where we're just going to like talk about the first six months of the year. Right. How we felt about it. Uh, so, like, a six months in review type of thing. Yes. Now, you have said to me... On numerous occasions that you don't think this year was that great. So far. So far. I mean, obviously, it had one of the greatest games ever conceived by man, Crackdown 3. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... Other than that, you personally, I don't think, have, like, really liked a lot that you have played that came out this year. Because yes. you've played games that came out in past years, like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I've, I, and and that, that's not from this year. Right. Well, unless you want to get spicy, because the PC version came out this year. I don't think we can count that at the <laughs> end of the year. No. I don't I, think you would have let me. You can count whatever you want at the end of the year. I, I live by my own code. Mm. But, really? I could put Sunset Overdrive. Well, if you play it on PC again, I'll... <laughs> We'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, does the save transfer over? No way. <laughs> play it for ten minutes. Just play it for yeah. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I played Far Cry New Dawn, mm-hmm. which was very underwhelming. Yeah, I heard that from many people. It was just a very bland, average, open world first person shooter. Yeah, and it's like Far Cry Five again. Yes, which I mean, like that's how it was build anyways they were like did you like far cry 5 yes boy have we got more of that for you and it was i mean it wasn't a 60 dollar product no it wasn't i can't complain i'm just i mean it just didn't far cry 4 was so good and they really i mean far cry 3 and far cry 4 were both just excellent games yeah and far cry since then has been kind of dipping far cry primal i played that i know the beat grenades. That was fun. That's cool. I Throwing a grenade at someone and having bees come out, that's cool. Yeah. Also, you could have animals, which I was... Which, actually, that's where the animals got introduced, so... Which, that's been a cool element of Far Cry, but ultimately, Far Cry New Dawn was just okay. Uh, there was Resident Evil 2 that came out. I didn't play it. It seems like all the big games that everyone's po- like been very positive about like just are not for me. I very much want to play Resident Evil 2. I'm excited. I almost certainly by the end of the year mm-hmm. I will have played Resident Evil 2. Right. But I also didn't play Resident Evil 2 back when it originally came out, so it'll be an extra weird scenario for me, I think. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of I played Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. I played Crackdown, which you love making jokes about I that. I do, uh, because you told me very recently that you think it might be your favorite game that you played this year. Which is... Uh, which, to me, is buck wild. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. They no, updated it. it, they, no, it they, 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 it's fine. They just updated it. It can't be fine. No. Uh, like, listen, I get it. Some people like Crackdown 3 a lot, and you're one of them. Uh, yeah. I, Anthem was... Uh, I played Anthem. That was disappointing. I, oh, man. I also <laughs> played Anthem. Shit. That was this year. Yeah. That, that happened this year. That's crazy. I played The Division, which... That fe- 
that that was just a game not for me. Anthem seems like it was a lifetime ago. Yeah. Oh my god. I played Dreams. Dreams is pretty solid. Dreams is cool. I don't know if it's a game of the year. Thus I don't far. think it's going to come out this year. But the beta, yeah, is, is it's super interesting for yeah. sure. And oh, SteamWorld Quest. SteamWorld Quest, I did it like was a lot. Really good. I did like a lot. So I think my thing with this year so far is there have been a lot of high-profile releases that people have been looking forward to for a long time. Yes. Like Kingdom Hearts, Devil May Cry, Rage 2. No, don't put Rage 2 into People that. have been looking forward to Rage 2. You were looking forward to I Rage 2. I was looking two. forward to you, Rage 2. You two. were trying to tell me it was going to be the best thing <laughs> since sliced bread, and I was not having it. I knew that I personally would never have liked Rage 2, regardless of what it was. I thought it was but going it to be... But it sounds even worse than what I expected. I thought it, it was to going be. to be Doom in an open world, okay? I know, and that's not what it is. No. Um, but, like, I, I actually liked Kingdom Hearts 3 more yes. than most people. But... Even as a Kingdom Hearts 3 apologist, I can't say that it was spectacular. Right. Like, it was as good as that game was going to be. Yeah. And so, like, I enjoyed it for what it was, but outside of that, I don't think that it was, like, something that, like, blew the lid off of a lot of people's brains. A lot of people actually disliked it. And the DLC will be probably be announced at E3. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll play that and enjoy it, but it's not like it didn't stick with me. You know right. what I mean? And I feel the same way about Devil May Cry Five. And I think the reason for that is the plot was so predictable mm. that I predicted it at the end of Devil May Cry Four, which I played in high school. Okay, so they didn't think more than high school Manny did about the plot a decade later, basically. <laughs> Isn't that game more about the game? So it is more about the gameplay, and I think the gameplay is great. But those games also usually have a wild story, right? Or but it was just very much low effort, mm-hmm. like playing it as safe as possible, right? And they did that, and that that's fine. And I think a lot of people liked it. A lot of people, for sure, think it is the best Devil May Cry game, especially in terms of combat. Okay, as someone who doesn't get like super hardcore into it like i usually play through it once i'm not the guy that goes back and plays through it on every difficulty Mm -hmm. and like i never get super good at the combat that isn't as important to me like i did like it and i i played through it once though right so again it didn't stick with me or compel me to play through it again if I had to say the game that probably left the biggest impression on me so far this year was Sekiro. Right. And even then, like, I don't know. Like, I really liked that game when I was yeah, playing yeah. it, and I think it was important, and I think the way they designed it was incredible. Like, the way boss encounters were meant to be used as tests to move you forward. It just, yeah, I don't know. Like, that that's a really great game, and I think that's, like, one out of the three huge games I can remember that right. I think was dope. And I played ten games this year, right? Like, I didn't really like Mortal Kombat that much. I was going to say, Mortal Kombat ended up being, I think, a little bit better than middling, but 
ended up like, being disappointing. It, I, I like the story mode, but then it's like every Mortal Kombat game where or NetherRealm game where I just don't like the way it plays. Right. So I was never gonna actually like that very much. And then Steam World Quest was very good. I did like that a lot. I feel like there have been good games, but just like especially not for me and not for you either. Yeah. Like Ace Combat, it seemed like that was like a People really like good Ace Combat. That was I, a good Ace Combat game. I'm trying to think. War Groove I played Groove. and I did like I will finish it over the summer. Resident uh, Evil two seemed to like people were crazy. I for sure I will that. play that. People seem to be way into Resident Evil two. Uh I guess Tetris ninety nine was something that happened. Jump Force was n- Jump Force, not good. I knew it was never going to be good. I n- still have not played Tetris 99. I don't... Metro Exodus. I All I remember was the controversy over the Epic Store and not really anything about the game. Uh, people seem to not like it very much in comparison to the previous ones, but I also didn't play the previous two. I, I did spend a lot of time with mm. Anthem, and that game just... I tried so hard, man, and it just sucked. I don't know how you played it for so long. I don't know how you did it. I and I thought afterwards, I was like, I'll try to give this another shot when they mm-hmm. like try to fix it. They just put out a big patch that my PS4 is probably downloading as we speak. Right. I will probably will delete Anthem. Like I, I don't think I will put that game back in because it just. I don't know, man. Yeah. Bioware really shit the bed on that. And I feel like it was like their last chance at staying relevant, and mm-hmm. they really fucked it up. I think I'm done with that kind of... I like shooters, but I just... Those kind of loot shooters are just not for me. Yeah, I mean, and I'm never going to be the kind of guy that goes back to it afterwards. So, like, even if they add additional content, it's not going to matter. Right. Which is weird, because I would always go back to Borderlands. Which, that's different, though. I feel like that's just... That just feels like it's an open-world game. But even then, like... I usually wouldn't go back to a game after the amount of time they've mm. put out each DLC pack for Borderlands 2. So I wonder how they're going to do it for 3. <sighs> Did you see anything about Dirt Rally 2? Because I know that's a very popular franchise. Did that? Was I that watched, middling? I watched a streamer play it. Was that it looks like dirt. I, yeah. I don't know. Like Those games are all basically the same. It's just a rally racer with more cars. You can make the turn caller speak in different mm-hmm. languages. That's yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then you can't understand what they're saying. Which, yeah, that that's a little too... I want more arcade That's a little too sim. sim yeah, for, arcade style is more my type of yeah. racer as well, so... I wanted to, I've been wanting to try Trials. I think that could be interesting. But I know that's going to hit a point where you're like, oh, that's this is, like, impossible. Yeah, and then... Uh... Toe Jam and Earl, did you ever actually play that? I played Toe Jam and Earl a little bit. Um, it is basically like if they made the original Toe Jam and Earl now. Oh. And it's pretty interesting. I backed that a really long time ago, so I didn't, I didn't add that to my list of things to beat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting just... enough. It is like, a, surprisingly, it's a good Toe Jam and Earl game. Right. Because Toe Jam and Earl 2 was a piece of shit, and so was the third one. So the fact that they were able to somehow recreate the original Toe Jam and Earl mm-hmm. in 2019 was impressive, I think. There's the the Power Rangers fighting game. Uh, Battle for the Grid is surprisingly, yeah, it's, it's, it exists. And also, <laughs> it, it is a good Marvel versus Capcom-esque mm-hmm. game, but the fucking everything surrounding it is just mm-hmm. really bad. The story mode is okay. 
they got uh, a lot of the actors to reprise their roles from the show, which is like mm-hmm. super surprising. Yeah. And they've been updating it for free and adding free characters, so right. like good on them, patching it. It's just like that's no one's gonna remember that game next yeah. year. That yeah. I, I feel sad about that because it is actually fun to play and like a good fighting game, but the fighting mm-hmm. game community doesn't latch on to yeah stuff like that. So which the problem is, I feel like at this point there's just not money in that. Like you, they need to go where there's money. Yeah, because they need to actually you know they need to eat. Yeah, they need to actually have like games that have prize pools. Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna have a Power Rangers no. battle for the grid tournament with a prize pool that's over four dollars. Right. So like, yeah. it just yeah, it just doesn't work. Uh, the one Nintendo game, Yoshi Crafted World. I did not play, and no. I will not play. No, like so. Uh, I'm just trying. I'm just kind of going through the list. Oh, Katana Zero was Katana so Zero. sick. Oh, I loved Katana Zero, and it took me four hours to beat. They just actually put out a patch for that yesterday or the day before that uh, adds New Game Plus, so I might play it again. They're supposed to be adding more story content as well, because that game ends on a bizarre cliffhanger, but... I heard the story, yeah, like, I heard the story at the end just didn't quite come together. No, but I really like the plot of that game. The world Mm. they create... Yeah, it seems like it was very interesting. They built up a lot of interesting things, and then it didn't quite hit. Yeah, like, it very clearly is setting up for more story content or a sequel. And I just, that's such a bummer to me, man. I still think about that. Like, he worked on that game for, like, seven years. Right. I beat it in four hours the day it came out. Like, that, that's crazy. But I do, I do appreciate the work he put into that. Like, that game was, it played stellar. So fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will probably actually play that one again. That one I do remember. Days Gone. Neither of us were... <laughs> That's the one oh, PlayStation... Yes. The PlayStation first party goodness. Yeah. Days Gone. Fucking zombies, man. And that is pretty much... And then, like, we've already talked about a few of the others. You know, Rage 2 and stuff. I mean, like... The first half, in my opinion, has been very underwhelming so like it had a lot of high profile releases for sure and games that i played and enjoyed quote unquote but it just i don't know like Mm -hmm. i not a lot of it i feel like will be memorable outside of this year like in two years am i gonna be like yeah remember double may cry five like Mm -hmm. probably not see i the way i'm kind of looking at this year is basically how i looked at it last year where i think nine of my games were basically games that released in the second half of the year so that's where i think this year is gonna get crazy because like because i there's gonna be a lot coming out starting at the end of june or like middle of june all the way up until the end of the year. Like, it's going to get even insane. It, yeah, like, at the end of June, you have... Like, Crash Team Racing, Judgment. Super Mario Maker. Mario Maker, right? Those all come out within the last three weeks of June. Yes. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night will finally come out on the f- 18th, I think. The 15th or the 18th. Uh, 18th and then the 25th on Switch. Yeah, and so, like, Samurai Showdown also comes out for me at the end of June. So that's, like, I didn't play anything for the last month and a half, and I'm going to have four games in the course of a week, Mm -hmm. which is too many for me to have in the course of a week. Right. Uh, And then, like, I don't know, like, Ultimate Alliance comes out in July. Sea of Solitude, which seemed like an... Sea of Solitude does seem pretty cool. That was a... Now, the the date 
the release date was announced mm. this week for July 5th, so that's coming out in July. Uh, but yeah, Ultimate Alliance is coming out. The the Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses comes out in July as well. Like, Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, and like Pokemon will come out later in November. Death Stranding comes out in November. That's Star Wars, the Fallen Jedi, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it's called. That uh, also comes out in November. Um, As we said, Gears is coming out in September. Yeah, Animal Crossing should be coming out this year if they stick to their guns on that. Luigi's Mansion was said to be this year. Luigi's Mansion I still don't think is going to come out, but that's fine. I don't think The Last of Us is going to come out anymore now that Death Stranding is coming out, especially in a November time frame. Uh, Outer Worlds is supposed to be out. Yeah. um, Control, which is Remedy's new game. Platinum's game Astral Chain comes out on the Switch at the end of August. I'm not even going to talk about Shenmue. Shenmue comes out <laughs> at the end of August. Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 comes out in September. Like, there are a lot of cool games coming out at the yes. end of this year, and I still think that a bunch of them will get announced at E3. Yes. Because now companies do the thing where it's a shorter time frame from announcement to release. Right. And so a lot of them like to do, like, hey we'll announce it in june and then it comes out in like september i remember seeing something about concrete genie it seems like that's coming out this year as well. i thought they got delayed to next year i thought i saw something for this year i was pretty sure it got delayed to quarter one of 2020 maybe but that does seem like another cool yeah i uh, i always thought concrete genie looked super cool but it i thought it was their first playstation state of play they said it was delayed to 2020 i've been waiting for in the valley of the gods which is that uh, comes out this year as well yeah they said that i mean that which that was announced a couple years ago at the game awards i think it was announced at the game awards and that was that before they that got was, bought by valve it was campo santo getting going big getting bought by valve but no that looks cool i yeah. want to explore egypt yeah, so. I mean, Firewatch was dope, so anything they do from now on, I am way on board with. Which we know Ori is going to get announced, which that's going to be Yeah, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, that is supposed to come out this year. Every single game I've ever backed on Kickstarter, including Psychonauts 2, is supposed to come out this year. Like, for me, the second half of this year will be disgusting, at uh, least just in indie titles alone, right. if you take away everything we have listed before this moment. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I... I, I think, think there will be a lot happening. Yes, I think the first half of the year, disappointing. I think Crackdown could be the only game that ends up in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I still, I crave this. I want nothing more. I want literally nothing more in this world than for Crackdown to be your game of the year this year. Do you know how disappointing of a year that would be for me? that's fine. I'll take it. I want, I want it so bad. Ugh. It can't happen. Dude, it, it can't. It's, it could, though. It can't. Dude, play it again. <laughs> it's fine. Play it with the new DLC. And, and then it'll reinv- reinvigorate your love for Crackdown. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's happening. I'm I'm banking on it. Gosh. Because you're not going to like Death Stranding. Regardless no, of what no. the gameplay is actually like, you would not like Death Stranding. No, I, then that's kind of... Uh, I will. Yeah. Game of the century. Right. And for me, if Spelunky 2 still comes out this year, it will be the game of the year no matter what else came out this year. Because I need it. I need Spelunky 2. Mm-hmm. And like that's the other cool thing, I think, is like... I originally wasn't as excited for E3 because usually it's not the place for indie games, right? Right. But now, the Devolver always does their own thing. 
And now Greg Miller is doing his kind of funny game showcase. And even the PC game show has embraced doing a lot of smaller indie stuff. There will be a lot of cooler small things that will come out of E3 this year as well. Um, And I guess the fact that Square Enix might like pull something right out of their ass to show us will be pretty cool. I still think that Harry Potter's potential. And I, Nintendo's going to fucking. It's going to be so sick. Animal Crossing is not going to be for me. Because I want something I can sit down and play through. And I don't I, I don't want something that I'd sit down and play like five minutes and then be done. I never sit down and play Animal Crossing for five minutes. I play for hours at a time. But there's nothing to do. That's not true. You sell fruit. <laughs> you fish. You decorate your house. You hang out with your animal homies. You make them say heinous shit because they're like, what should be my catchphrase? And you write down, get fucked. And then every time from then on, you haven't played Animal Crossing a little bit. And this nice bear comes up and tells you, hey, get fucked, Manny. Mm -hmm. And you're like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I don't remember doing that. But last year, I took all this time to make pixel art of Charizard and put it as my flag. No one saw that. But I know it was there. Animal Crossing is sick. I can't. I, I'm so afraid that mm-hmm. they're gonna say Animal Crossing is not coming out this year. I don't know if they can. I don't think they can because the people ride in the streets. But Pokemon, like, what else? At the bare minimum, I don't give a shit what they put out. Pokemon is gonna sell like wildfire. Yeah, like that's gonna be the highest selling Pokemon game ever by a stupid, stupid margin. Like that. It's just going to fly off the shelves. Mm-hmm. They won't be able to contain it. At this point, my prediction is my top two is going to be Pokemon or Gears. I think that's... Bold claim. I think that my game of the year is going to be... Psychonauts 2. Not Death Stranding. That's number two. Wow. Possibly higher than number one. Because Kojima is... His it's art. You can't rank art like mm-hmm. that, Matt. <laughs> it's, it's on a different scale. Mm. That game is gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah, I I will enjoy listening to other people talk. It's gonna about be it. fucking crazy. I just I know I I need good gameplay and I need to and I just know it won't hook me. The oh, gameplay there will won't. be good gameplay. Don't worry about it. Cause like I heard I love climbing ladders. I don't know like. Metal Gear Solid 5, I heard it was good playing. It's such a good game. I didn't like playing it. It's like the best action game ever made, I think. Wow. It is like, you can do anything. Like, that is one of the few games where it's like, a lot of video games you like think of some like cool elaborate strategy and you mm. try it and it's like, oh, that doesn't work. No matter what I fucking thought of in Metal Gear Solid 5, mm-hmm. it would turn into a reality. Well, like, if I wanted to have my horse shit on a bomb and then kill a guy with that bomb, it would work. If I wanted to sneak up behind a guy and, like, create, like, a fucking Rube Goldberg machine, it would work. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to sit in a outhouse and play farting sounds on a tape recorder, like, it would work. It just, Anything would work. And then the plot was so fucking non-existent and bad. And I I can't... I still... Every time I think about people were saying, Quiet's clothing. It shouldn't be this way. Why is she wearing a bikini? And then he said, When you find out about Quiet, you will all regret your words and deeds. 
he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> because spoilers from Metal Gear Solid Five, it turned out that she like had like plant skin. She like breathes through her skin. You could have easily just not written that, and then no one would have had to regret their words and deeds. He should have regretted his words and his deeds. <sighs> fucking, he, he's out of his mind. Kojima's out of his mind. Yeah, and Sony will... Sony will let him, they enabled yeah. it. It's Sony's fault. But I mean, Sony, so... Sony's the one that's responsible for anything that happens with this game. It, it was smart of him to... Because, like... What if Konami announces a new Metal Gear Solid? I'm still waiting for this to be Metal Gear Solid 6. It's gonna happen. No, but what if they announce I'm tying Metal it Gear in. Solid 6? They can't. They can't because they'll be eaten. Konami would be eaten alive if they tried to make it without him. They already tried to put out Metal Gear Survive. All that right? was and it was of, a fucking absolute shit show. I played that. That was probably the worst game I've played this generation. Nice. I hated that game. You know who else hated it? Literally everyone who played it or saw footage of it. So like, I I don't yeah. think Konami can do that. Oh boy. Because well, the fact the have? fact that that's made on the same engine that Metal Gear Solid Five is made on is actually insane. Do you think he kind of took all the top talent? I don't know what the fuck he did, but Konami has no no one to make games other than soccer anymore. Well, even they lost the license. EA took that license, if you remember. Like, it was a World Cup license or something. Yeah, so I... So I don't know what Konami has now. No clue. But yeah, I do, I do think that the next six months are going to be very right. good for video games. I think that I will not have enough time to play everything I want to play, mm -hmm. which is why I'm so butthurt that I haven't really played anything for the past month and a half, because, like, I'm going to get, like, five games dumped on my plate right immediately, right, and I'm right. going to be like... Uh, and try to juggle them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's another thing for for me personally. Like I, people complain about video games, but 2017 and 2018 just were two phenomenal years for video games. When you really that is true, really start thinking about. I agree like, with that. Listing off everything, and then this year has just for me just been like, wow, this is like it has yikes. been a lot. It has been a lot of larger releases that people have been waiting for for a long yes. time. I that just are not made for me. I need to play Resident Evil 2. I want to play it very badly. Um, so yeah, next podcast, we're going to talk all about E3. Yes. Probably just the whole time, because I don't care what I played at that point. I care about what happened at E3. There, I might play something that's worthy of talking about. We'll see. Okay. But I, I think we're just going to talk about E3, because so much will happen. Mm. So much will happen. And... I, I don't know. Like, I also am the guy who fucking sits there and watches, like, 90% of all the fucking gameplay demos that are put on every channel. Like, I I watch anything, all E3 coverage. See, I don't like thing. spoiling myself for stuff. Oh, usually, it's, it's I forget about what happens afterwards. I Usually, it's for gameplay purposes. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of what happens at E3 is, like cg trailers right just like that star wars jedi fallen order thing and then like when they go bring it to like gamestop gamestop GameSpot, or ign they bring the gameplay then mm -hmm. like the cg trailers to get people hype which i get yes. except for when they announced that star wars thing there was nothing else 
like they didn't show me anything else. But at least E3, they have that on the show floor, so I know in most cases that I will see what the fuck that mm-hmm. game is, or at least understand what it is afterwards. So that's why I watch a lot of the E3 gameplay stuff is because I just like I am interested to know what it actually is like. Mm-hmm. Except for Death Stranding, I don't care what it's like. See, like I like to just see the trailer, get hype, hype myself up, and then wait till the reviews come out, and then I'll then I'm like, mm-hmm. then I then I decide whether I'm going to buy it or not. Yeah, the, then, the only game I don't need to see gameplay for anymore is Death Stranding. Doesn't matter what's happening. I think there's a few games I don't need to see pokemon yeah because i already know what the fuck that yeah, shit is like, yeah. but i i want to see it because i want to see if they try to change it mm-hmm. i'm just excited for when the entire roster gets leaked that's i so when is the fifth wednesday thursday next week uh probably yeah i i just i am excited to see new pokemon designs yes. that's what i always like to see out of pokemon so that they will have that 15 minutes. I mean, it's impossible for them to go through the game for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and for us to not see at least five new Pokemon, I think. so. Unless they show all old Pokemon again. That would be bizarre. Especially for a 15-minute thing where they're trying to sell you on a November release date. Well, Do the... you think they'll announce the release date? Because they did that with Mario Maker 2 for the 15-minute thing, and then they showed the release date at the end. I, I am pretty confident that they will have a Pokemon release date. And probably. Yeah. I mean, like... There's... November, as always. Yeah, I mean, like, they can try to hide it, but it's kind of like... Unless they, like, say, like, oh, sorry, it's delayed to 2020, and then they're really fucked um, for the fall. Maybe. Oh, no! The Link's Awakening remake is right. supposed to come out this fall, too. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. That game's gonna be so fucking good, too. God, I love Link's Awakening. Yeah, oh that's what God. I mean. Like at the end of the year, we're gonna be Nintendo like, is so sick. They're oh, we're man. gonna be like, this was one of the greatest years ever. Their Nintendo is. Blo- I forgot about their entire blowout. They're blowing mm. their whole load. But I remember last year at September, just being like, man, this was an underwhelming year. I last year I liked a lot as well. DJ Max Respect came out in April. Mm. Peaked early. Gears, uh, Gears, God of War was like. At least I had like March, one, yeah. one game to hold on to last year, where this year it's just like cracked down. <laughs> yeah, last year DJ Max Respect yeah. came out. It peaked early for me. Which I think I played. I don't. I picked up Dead Cells late as well. I think I picked that up in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, you did pick it up later. Which uh, I started playing that again. Yes, I saw someone beat it over the weekend. Mm. Uh, they demolished the final boss, yeah. and then they bought some skins. And I was like, what? Skins? Yeah, they... they yeah, it's like a 50 skins, I think. Right? My goal now is to beat it on the hard difficulty. Oh, I still have to beat it a first time, but I Honestly. probably will never play it again. Wow, I can't so, believe that. I, it's so good. There's so many other things I want to do, and instead Not I just right do... Now. Instead of that, I just do none of them and take a nap. There's nothing right now. I'm saving up my sleep, Matt. No, see, because see, I... Stop, stop saving this. it up and wait for Pokemon sleep. Here's this. I uh, I received this Japanese game, The Great Ace Attorney, which I made the mistake of starting a different Ace Attorney game, which I'm still playing right now, mm-hmm. and it's so long. And you still haven't finished Tales, right? No, but I can do that anytime. That I have faith in. I just have to sit down. And, like, when are you going to 
do that the second half of the year? Look, I'll do it whenever I feel no, like it. No, it's you, fine. Because Vesperia came out in two thousand eight. All right, you're not going to get around to it because next, and then it'll be twenty twenty. It's going to be like yeah, it's going to be like Yakuza Kiwami. Hey, look, I'm never playing Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah, too. I've come to terms with that. <laughs> yeah. But Vesperia, I Vesperia is great. I'll beat it. You won't. I will challenge. I'll beat it right now. Go ahead. I can't. Uh, it's just like a couple more hours at least. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for our podcast. Look forward to us talking about E3 yes. next podcast. Get ready for the announcements and oh, the boy. hype. How do you want to do this? Are we just going to basically talk about every single press conference? I think we have to. We'll just or, go down the list. And... Maybe specifically we should think of things that we were excited for. Okay. I, the, from each one. That's what I was kind of wondering if you want to do like a whole list or if we want to just go down through everything. Mm, we'll probably just go through most of it anyways. Right. Okay. Because I will remember all of it. Or most of it. See, I that is such a bummer that Sony won't be there. I always love theirs the most. Theirs is the weirdest. Depends on the year. Last usually year they show the most. Of, yeah, last year was fucking bizarre. Yeah, but usually they show the most things that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel now like they, last now year, they can't do that. Microsoft probably showed the most, right? They showed the most. Period. Yeah. Well, I, well, what probably had you the most excited? Uh, I think mm, that's a yeah, probably Microsoft's last year because Sony's was so bizarre. Right. Like, I didn't care about Resident Evil 2. I did care very much about Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, I mean, like, all their first-party stuff. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima looked really Last sick. Last of Us, Spider-Man. Last of Man. Us sick. Spider-Man as well. Uh, and then they had Death Stranding, of course. But yeah, I, but those all of those were announced before, so it was like... Yes. But I mean, just seeing more... More of it. It was yeah. cool. But I think, like, things that were, like, announced and shown, Microsoft had way more that I was, like, excited about. Yeah. Because they announced Devil May Cry 5 there. Well, and that was it's done in such a weird throwaway manner that I was like, why wasn't this, like, a way bigger deal right now? So. Cyber's, cyberpunk as well. I fucking. Was... Jesus Christ, that game. Do you think they'll. 2020, uh, baby. Do you think Ubisoft will do a similar thing with Splinter Cell? I don't think they're going to renounce Splinter Cell this year. Where I, I maybe. I think that they're going to If do they it next do, year. do you think it'll be similar where it'll like kind of like hack cut Oh cut no, to black, it's, it's going to be and then just the make, whole thing goes to black and then it shows his fucking dumb night vision goggles and the sound of them mm-hmm. turning on that they always do in every fucking Splinter Cell trailer. Right, right. 100%. That's yeah, his goggles will turn on. And then he'll say some Oh. I don't know what I, Sam know what, Fisher's catchphrase is. You know what they'll do? They're gonna have uh, uh God, what is the their open world game coming out this year? Uh, the hacking one. Watchdogs. I bet you that will be hacked. They'll it'll they'll. Oh hack. well, yeah, that was how it happened with the original mm-hmm. Watchdogs and Watchdogs too. They hacked it and they're like, oh mm-hmm. man, I, hacking. Yeah, yeah. Remember when the Congress was like, oh, this is teaching kids how to hack. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, classic. All right. So that'll do it for us this week. Uh, as always, the theme song, uh, song Sting Operation by the band Ana Managuchi. They're a sick chiptune band. Check them out. But you should check us out in two weeks when we talk all about the Electronic 3. Peace out. Peace out.